there they are. Look at those beautiful faces right there. Happy Monday, Yo! everybody. <laughs> What's up? Sports take, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis with you on this uh, hot, muggy uh, Monday in the perfect Delaware day. Valley. Perfect. It yeah, it's Gunner's kind of swampy weather, man. It's uh, a perfect day. I'm so happy. Sure. It's hot, man. It is, it is, it is get out of the shower and you're still sweating kind of hot. Uh, one of those days, man. But hope everybody's good. How was our weekend? <sighs> I had a great weekend, baby. What happened, Bart? We are the champions, <laughs> my friend. Stop, stop. Yes, sir. Stop. We, the, the, the Duke of Fluke, one of the biggest flounder weekends in the world, in my world. First time I've ever fished it. And I got to give credit to Sean, Kim, uh, Bill. Matt and myself, we win it all, baby. We are the Duke of Fluke. Yes, sir. You guys First won place. the whole thing? All right. That First is place. awesome. How many, how many boats were in it, Barrett? How many different? Well, just if, if I go by if I go by the number of um uh placards I saw, they you know, like our number, we were number 25, and I saw people like uh oh, there it is. Right there. Bad beagle, baby. There we are. There they are. That is cool, man. Going from left to right. That's Shawnee, the captain of the boat. Then next to him is Bill. Then that's Kim. She's that's Shawnee's wife. And that's Matt over there. Matt, I gotta give him props. He caught a, almost a six-pound flounder. Damn. And we weren't even trying. We were actually trying to catch bluefish because the tournament was kind of ending. Wow. And he and Kim said, you know what? Let's just throw down there just to try. And bam, he cooks, he he hooks the the, the flounder of all flounder, man. I mean, I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, Shawnzy tried to go get it the first time, and it jumps out. It jumps out of the net. Oh. And he pulled it back. He didn't, he, Matt didn't get, you know, he didn't get, he was calm. He didn't get feisty, which surprised me because, because, I mean, that's my boy, but Matt's kind of an asshole. But he knows it, though. Whoa, what, we what, know what, it. What? We know what? it. We know it. He'll tell himself. Wait, the, the, like in a he's, in a good way to motivate people, he, or just you know he's self proclaimed and he loves living up to it. Okay, he loves living up. This this is not this is not me. This is not me picking on him. No, it's okay. me. This is affirmation <laughs> that he wants everybody to be affirmed about. But I love him though. This is my guy. All I, right. I he's like a PJ Tucker him. type. Yeah, I, I I bought my boat from him. My big boat from him. That's why I All bought right. my big boat. <laughs> so Shawnee goes back a second time, gets it. And brings it in, and from that point on, I knew it was over. I knew Damn, nobody else dude. caught a fish that big. I that knew. is awesome, man! All I right, so we got a little. Oh, right, there it is. There's, There's a, a trophy, baby. Look There's at a that. trophy. Bad beagle. Woo! I like it. I like it. Wow! Is that the first time you've won this? No, that's the first, that's the first time I was in this tournament, and I okay. won it. But I, I'm also a two-time champion in our um, in Schooner Island Fluke tournament. I won the last two years. Last two, years I've been in it. Solo now, or with the team? With the team. Now that's okay. that's Tony. Tony, uh Captain Tony is who I go out with them. Now I am now the enemy. Now all those nice people I saw and that I fished with this last weekend are gonna be enemies next week. And they're gonna I mean uh on the sixth. They're gonna treat me accordingly. Like it's no, hey Barrett, how you doing? We did a great job. I get to the dock, they won't speak to me. <laughs> They'll look at me, they'll probably flip me off. I know Kim will. That's wow. competitive fishing right no, there. No question. Serious, man. man. No question. I, I, don't, I don't call her a fisherman. I call her the gladiator. 
Oh, she's the gladiator. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's the gladiator, bro. Wow. That's awesome. That's great, man. Dude, congrats. And there was a little uh, financial uh, incentive involved? A little over 8400 bucks split between five nice. people. Nice. nice. I went fishing, had a great time, caught fish. In fact, I caught the first two keepers. And then... And you got paid. And then to get paid upon that? Yeah. Well, Rob, I say, that means he should take us to Budokan. I, I think you're right. I oh, think let, me I, change, let me change that. Rob doesn't like... Rob doesn't like Chinese food. Let's go yeah, to Capitol, Capitol Grill. <laughs> Capitol he said Grill. that on purpose. Yeah, there you go, Capitol Grill. We go Capitol Grill. All right. Yeah, let's Capitol do Capitol Grill. Grill. I'm good with that. I'm that good works. with that. Oh, that's a sports or, or day, Capitol Grill. Yeah. Or we can do this. Or we could, we could, I go buy a whole bunch of baby back ribs and a whole bunch of wings and burgers and dogs, and we cook over your house, D-Gun, on a new, on a new deck. You know what? That, that's in, fine, Barry. too. But that won't happen until mid to late August, though, because... The foreman just told me they should be done with this thing. He came here this morning and made his workers take all the rails off because Damn. he he wasn't happy with how they were lined up. So they had to take them off and redo. That's good. Yeah, I'm like yeah, good. good. And they had to well, put new spokes in it. Um, so you know the axe be mad, man. The axe you can't mess with the axe, man. No, no. The so, axe is you know. Chris hey. is, I love my sis, but she yeah. she's. Oh, uh, she already made <laughs> changes to the uh, the brick pavers down below. We had, <laughs> we had to go through that this weekend, and I'm like. And then my son-in-law Josh chimes in, and my oldest daughter Annalisa chimes in. It just gets worse. It's like everybody against Degon. I'm like, oh. okay, all right. I said, you know what? So I talked <laughs> to the foreman this morning. Hey Zeus, I said, look, dude, here's what I need. Can you make it happen? He goes, yeah, we can make this happen. I said, okay, all right, as long as you can make it happen. Good for him. He didn't, you know. didn't push back, and he just got hey, no, we'll take no. Care. He, first of all, he made his workers take the rails off. So I said, dude, I need this. How much more would it be? He said, only like three or four hundred dollars more. I said, okay. I'll just go donate another gallon of blood to pay for that as well. <laughs> Plasma, yeah. You know, what, man, that's kind of, that's funny you say that, man. Because uh, I was th- I could have went the first round if I didn't if I didn't have to to, um, to give blood, man. Like in really, college, yeah. In college, the Friday before we played a game on Saturday, I would go give blood to have money to have after the game to kick it on the weekend. What? I used to get twenty bucks to give blood, and I I go give blood on Saturday. Saturday afternoon, so I had twenty bucks to go, uh, you know, to, to to go kick it on the weekends. Damn, you couldn't I'm do a, it. You, you couldn't do it like got, Thursday. Yeah, you only got twenty bucks for giving blood. Yeah, bro, it's like a hundred now. There. Yeah, was, dude, you you in the wrong era, man. I hear you. Bro, born too, saying, born man. too soon, man. Hey, so, by the way, huh. uh, just acknowledging everybody. What's up, everybody in the chat room? We we see yeah, you, and hey, thank you, thanks yeah, for what's hanging. Up? What's good up, to see you. Good to see you, Adam and Fitness Rebel and Mr. Taz, Chris, Showtime, Paul. Uh, Mr. Taz, I mentioned uh, Adam, Adam, Jeremiah, William, everybody, Frank. What's up, everybody? Appreciate appreciate you. everybody. Appreciate it. But yeah, so, I was just, I just wanted to say that. You know, I mean, that's that's that. I mean, this is a great weekend. Great weekend. You know what I'm saying? We won awesome, it all, dude. man. And got it's some awesome. cachet over the weekend. Also, this here's is- what I'll say: whatever any the three of us did, including Barrett's exploits, I don't know if it lived up to Joel Embiid's weekend. Did you guys see this? Man, that's crazy, man. <laughs> so <laughs> you tried to explain it to me, Rob. You tried to explain. I, it I don't me. look. It's not my you know right church wrong pew, but uh, so they they call <laughs> this um, the Hora, I believe it's called at at, at Jewish weddings. Um, but somehow Joel Embiid ends look up. At his I eyes. Uh, yeah, gets lifted up on the chair. Xander, we have, play that, play that. Let's check it out. Like, this is a beat at a wedding. Check it out. During the Hava Nagila. There's There he is, obviously. You can't miss him. But, so, so that's one thing if he's just kind of bouncing around at the wedding. But they got him up on the chair, I guess, with the bride or bridesmaid. First of all, 
either there was a ton of dudes holding him up or they got right. strong cats at that <laughs> wedding like, Who was holding up somebody 7'1", 260 I don't, pounds? Like who, if I, if that was like three, two or three guys, those dudes must be jacked. Now, right, now, right, now, right, not right, only right. that, but second of all, didn't he just have surgery on a thumb? Yes. Now, what oh, if that chair flipped? Stop, stop. Oh, come you on, man. Let the dude have fun. I mean, okay. Not- oh, oh, it's easy for you to say that now. I'm but not I guarantee you, right, right, I'm right. not kill- I didn't kill him. Yeah. Have fun. It's the summer. You're yeah. done with your professional job. I have, have fun. Hey, but I'm I guarantee you, I bet my I bet a year's salary that if he somehow flipped and re-injured that your thumb, you two'd have been all over it. So I just posed the question. Yes. What yeah, if he I flipped? See? Here, here's what I love about him though. Like he could very easily, as the star and the and the you know celebrity that's at the wedding party, could have just sat at a table and said, "Hey, you guys, I'm not getting out there on the dance floor." He's right in the middle of it. That's what you. That's the infectious, like kid-like yes. personality that yes. you love about him. I love him, it. Team. I love it. You know, it. really cool. I thought that was fun. I didn't get there's it, there's like scarce details on it. I don't know whose wedding it was or anything like that, but he looked like he was having fun. Dude, everywhere he goes, he's like the life of the party. Yeah, you know, on social media when he's out and about, he don't, you know, like a lot of a lot of uh, big time athletes, they're very selective in terms of where they are because they don't want to be around large gatherings of people because they know people are going to ask them for autographs, they're going to want to talk basketball, talk about the profession all day, and like us, me, what? They never ask me. Okay, Um, I don't know how to answer that. (laughs) Let me think about that for a second. I don't know what to say, so I won't say anything. But I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, whether it's entertainment field, music field, athletics, people sometimes just want to get lost. Like, what was the story you were talking about, uh, Kevin Bacon, a few weeks ago? Oh, Every yeah, time yeah, he goes yeah, yeah. to he a goes wedding, to weddings, yeah, yeah, they he, want him to do footloose. Yeah, know? like he'll tip. He tips the DJ ahead of time and says, yeah. "Look, look, dude, whatever you do, play anything else. Don't play footloose." Because he said when he would, yeah. when he was first, this went on for years. He would be at a wedding. He try and lay low. And all of a sudden, the DJ knew that Kevin Bacon was there, and he starts playing it. And then everybody sort of gathers around Kevin Bacon, like, "Come on, dude!" And yeah, see. he would do it. He would do it, especially if he was on the dance floor. They'd form a circle around him, and then they'd be like, "Come on, dude, do the footloose!" You know, it's not see, so, see, so you, you guys understand what I'm saying? Then you know, what, you know, sometimes you just want to get be invisible. You just want to yes. be there. You don't want to be seen. You just want to be there. And Joe B, you can't miss him at seven one. And the fact that, dude, he's ever in, whether it's in the city, and I'm looking at the comments already. You know, one, who's this little Dallas Cowboy dude had his hand on her breast. <laughs> he was trying, oh, look, in fairness, God. he was trying come to like on, just man. balance himself and hold her right, on right, there. Right, I mean, come right, on, right. Where's the other one? Hey, I just, uh, where's the other Hi, one? Mrs. I just, Brooks. I took her back. Yes, I took her. She flew back yesterday. She's back so, in St. Louis. So I got up yeah. at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, Lord. And took her to the airport. This morning, I got up at three o'clock in the morning, took my grandson to the airport. Wow, I mean, it's, it's I've been in a lot. Did last, he fly by then, himself? Yeah, he flew by himself. Southwest How old is, is really he? good at that. Yeah, Southwest is 70. the best at taking care of customers. Yep. He um, he he turns seven actually tomorrow. Wow, I had to get him back before his birthday. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, another thing I did on Sunday, I took him. It's called Diggerland over here. Yeah, in my wife. Diggerland. My, yeah. They got yep. trucks. They yep. got you can ride trucks. They got a pool. They got all this stuff there. They got water rides. They got the, so I took him there on Sunday. Yeah, and I'm I, I, I'm I'm proud of myself because I took him at two o'clock, and I know the place closed at six. If I'd have took him any earlier, he he'd want to stay the whole time. But That's I right. got him four hours in, so you know what I'm saying. He was good. He was good. <sighs> so awesome. he he didn't run me ragged. You know what I'm saying. 
You went both circles. You went full circle yesterday with with your mom and then the grandson today, man. That's, right, uh, right, that's right, awesome. Right. And that's my awesome. mom, my mom baked her butt off. She cooked her butt off. She did everything, man. But she didn't like. She she's used to gas, gas grills. I mean, I mean gas, yeah. um, gas Ovens. utensils like, yeah. like um, you know, eyes. Oh, those, yeah. you know, And we have we had those those electronic ones. She Electric, didn't like them yeah. too much. Took her a while to get used to it, but you know, I had to make her sit down. She would never want to sit. I'm like, mom, sit down. Chill out. You're here for vacation. Chill out. You know, yeah. don't move. And you know, she didn't listen to me. Hey, speaking speaking of grill, I got all my grills buried in the garage, right? Because of all this stuff. So I'm thinking, I don't have to be out there grilling for weeks, man. You know, at least mid-August. Yeah. So my wife, you know, she worked in kids' camp last week. She comes home yesterday. She says, Can you grill me some chicken? I said, What? Can you grill me? I said, honey, the grills are buried. She goes, yeah, but you can grill get them out there. Because this is the woman who doesn't go outside, see? So she, you know. So me and my son-in-law, Alex, we had to pull this gas grill out. So I'm out there in the driveway, like old school. When I was a kid coming up, uh-huh. you always cooked in the driveway. Your, yes. your family always cooked right in the driveway. I'm out there in the driveway with the gas with the gas grill, making chicken breast and, and dogs and stuff for yesterday. I'm like, I can't get away, man. It's it's it just keeps calling you, man. It keeps it just, calling you, man. The grills just keep calling me, man. D Gun, why you got us locked up? We need to be free. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Tay. So I hear you, man. I hear Wait, you. I, I told you guys. I told you, Rob. Rob, calm down, man. Calm down, Calmate. You know, Zaquilo Suave. Calm down. The fields are gonna be okay. I kept telling you, man. You're right. I kept yeah. Telling you. yeah. You know, stay away from Walt Whitman Bridge. Stay away from Ben. Yeah, I, I will. I have to give you full on credit. Barrett basically gave me the speech of it's the ebbs and flows of the game, man. They play 162. Right. Calm That's down. Right. And I was, I, I was in a bad, I was in a bad place, man. I was in a very bad place. And well, he was, I even, I even texting while he was on air. <laughs> I know he did. I'm telling you, I look. I was the first one. I have. I'm general. I, I, I fancy myself as someone who stays pretty middle of the road for the most part. This year with the Phillies, dude, I've been on like, like it used to be called oh, lightning, yes. lightning loops. So oh, yeah, great adventure. I've been like, boom, 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 up and down, all over the place. And I was, I was in a bad place Friday, and I, I can't believe what three a difference three days makes. Like, Isn't that something? It's amazing. That was amazing. a statement. That was a statement series by the Phillies. It was as they went to the All Star break. Like I said, all they got to do is hang on, and they're hanging yeah. on. That's all you got to do. Reinforcements yeah. are coming. Just hang on. Don't make wholesale changes. Don't mess up what you got. The chemistry. Alex Baum came back and produced Saturday and Sunday. Um, you know, just hang on. You know, yep. you, you, hold on, but Derek. Huh. Um, I, I had heard something I'd never heard before, and I had to I had to I had to text Rob about it. <laughs> I'd never heard it before. He, he said, Derek Hall. Let me hold on. I gotta get exactly what I said. What? I said, Derek Hall. He said he's a, he's he, he swings like he's a soft. He's a softball beer league slugger. Beer league yeah. softball slugger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Swings yeah. and everything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn, he's killing them. No, it wasn't. A, it was. It, it's. I say it with affection. You know. <laughs> I ever tell you that story? So I'm, I'm pitching. So I'm in a league when I worked at ESPN. We everybody worked at night, so we had, we had a softball league during the day. We, we play during the day, and I'm, I'm, I'm the pitcher for my team, and it's slow pitch softball. Okay, and. Uh, we're, we're not bad. We're pretty decent, but we're playing this team with all these good hitters. Right. And these, these guys were like, you know, Derek Halls of softball. They were those kind of guys, right? <laughs> just, just rake it, rake it. Rake, yeah, dudes that could rake. So, uh, I'm facing one of those kind of guys one day and I throw one and this dude 
smokes a line drive right back at me. Okay. And it hits me like, uh, let me see if I can get this. It hits me uh, like right upper, upper thigh, upper thigh. Hello, I'm back. Upper thigh. A centimeter or two from the uh, from the jewels. Okay, <laughs> like had it been over oh. like two centimeters, like I would be like, "Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> well, happy Monday." Good um, thing your children' days are over. <laughs> yeah, and it was way before it was before kids, way before kids. So, oh, um, like I, so then I've had I've had two, and that was really close, dude. And you should have my thigh had the imprint of a softball for like two months in it. Oh. But then here's the this one's worse. So my daughter's playing tra- club travel softball, and I keep the book. I'm keeping the book. I'm making sure the you know the girls know the batting order. You know, Mary, you're up next. Uh, Maeve, it's you, and then it's Madison, and then it's uh, you know Abby. All right, whatever. So uh, I'm keeping the book, and I see the one girl on deck, and she wasn't up next. So I had to walk over there to tell the other girl, "Listen, you're up before her." They're like nine years old. Oh yeah, so they're just yeah, they made it chilling. Yeah. So there's the you know picture you know first base side. Here's the bench for the girls, and there's the little cutout you know along the fence where you can enter the batter's box. Okay. I'm walking. I'm walking into frame. So I'm walking. Picture where my hands are. Here's where the you know where the batter's box is. As I'm walking across, this girl hits a foul ball that goes directly through the the, the cutout <laughs> and nails me square in the nads. I mean, square, <laughs> square, <laughs> and and I went down for the count in front of a bunch of girls <laughs> and, and, and all their parents. <laughs> and their parents. Yeah. And I they all the you're, you're holding them and everything, right? Oh, <laughs> I bet the dads are howling. Well, at first they think like I'm joking. They're like, oh my God, he's kidding. Look at him. He's he's doubled over. It's a joke. <laughs> and I dude, when I say pain like you've never seen, like I, when, you know when people say like in cartoons, you start seeing things, like there's the little visions of like little stars and stuff. I'm, I swear to you, I was seeing things. Like I was like, <laughs> like it was unbelievable. I, I, like I, so I, I barely could get up. I crawl over like behind the benches. I gave the book to somebody else and I just laid there like the rest of the game. dude. I was out, out, man. It was not pretty. Anyway. All right. No more getting hit in the nuts. That's, that's great, man. I mean, I, it wasn't great. But yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Um, Today's starting out to be a great day, man. Uh, it's unbelievable. Anyway, all right, let me focus back into this. So, um, so the Phillies win, which we'll get into in a second, which was which was awesome. Um, James oh, Harden kind of messed up. Hold on, hey, 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 Marcus, say, uh, Coach Marcus, say, you were seeing Embiid hitting jumpers. <laughs> oh, Simmons. Simmons. I mean Simmons. I'm sorry, Simmons and Jen Jones. You know, yeah. you were out the count then. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad, man. It, it was like it, it like. I sat the, the the rest of the the next two days where I had an ice pack like you know on, on the groin area the whole time, which is not fun <laughs> for anybody. Anyway, all right. So um, Phillies win, they sweep, which we'll get into in a second. James Harden, and we're gonna we're gonna show you the quotes. Had some really interesting things to say to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports uh, regarding the whole contract situation. And look, uh, you guys know where I I was coming from I, the whole time. I was basically saying he you know he's gonna he's gonna opt in. They're going to extend him. 
and this is going to be disastrous for the Sixers. Well, it turns out, you know, he really may have, and it looks like you just taking one for the team, man, in a well, I huge, said sorry. I already huge said way. Sorry I did too. Yeah. Yep, I have too. I was I dead am wrong. So sorry. I am yeah. so sorry yeah. that I, I was I was thinking. Well, I didn't really say much, but I was thinking that he was going to try to gouge us and 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 really, you know, try to put us in a position where we can't get anybody. But this guy has helped us get yep. already, you know, guys that can help us out and is still taking one for the team and waiting right now to see if they can get another star. I know. I, I'm convinced that's why the deal's not signed yet, Barrett, because there's more to come here, <laughs> or at least more he's trying. It may not come to fruition, but he's trying to do something else, Right. you know, maybe even bigger. So, yeah, I, I hey, man, I'll be the first one to tell you I was, I was dead wrong, James. So when, props when to you, you. When you consider – he may never recoup what he could earn right now if he was all about himself. Yep. And he's, he's basically said the most important thing for me is I want to compete for a championship. I give that man a lot of respect for that, yep. you know, because not many athletes would take that significant of a pay cut to make the overall product better. Look at his numbers, you know, yeah. the mindset well, it, would be, I'll get mine. You get yours. Yeah. I expect you're right. Uh, Derek, especially at 32, 33 years old, man. I mean, you know, let's face it. He's not, he's not on the climb here. Um, but he, he addressed the money situation, his relationship with Embiid and the, the notion that he had such a terrible year last year. We'll get into all that because it's all, it's all really good. So we'll do that. Eagles. Interesting because guys, we're now eight days away from, from training camp. Tomorrow will be a week. I can't um, believe it, man. I can't either. It can't come soon enough at this point, but um, we're about a week away. And a very fascinating list from NBC Sports ranking the top 10 general managers in the NFL. So <clears> off <throat> of that, we'll get into a little Howie Roseman strength, weakness, kind of where we are in general. It's been it's been a long journey for Howie, and we'll just kind of dig into where he's at. I don't know if you saw this last night. Um, I was kind of watching a little bit of it, just sort of flipping around because there wasn't much on sports-wise last night. The uh, The track championships. Yes. Devin Allen yeah. got job. Man. Come on, he got man. Job. Come on, man. Seriously. You know, and if you don't know who he is, he's the Eagles receiver who's trying to come back to football. He hasn't played in a long time, but he's he's also a world-class runner. And he he got disqualified for a false start, which was ridiculous, in my opinion. And I feel bad for the dude. De- dedicate your whole life to that, and, you know, you get jobbed like that, it, it stunk. So, too bad for him. Anyway, um, thought that was, that was wrong. And he also had a really good point. He said, basically, like – we got a crowd there. They're screaming. I can't hear anything, you know, and he didn't even really flinch. It it was nuts. But anyway, so there's that. We have Glenn Mack now coming up at two o'clock. So we'll kind of dive into everything with Glenn. Phillies also had their uh, major league baseball had their uh, first year player draft. Phillies took uh, Carl Crawford's son, uh, Justin, who's an outfielder. I don't know if you guys saw the video of this kid. Uh, they, They showed a couple things. One was him getting a triple. And another one was him going from first to uh, home. This dude can fly. He yeah. can fly, man. How soon can we get him up to the big leagues? <laughs> yeah, right. That's my, How quick can we reaction. get him up here? Yeah, that's my first reaction. How soon? Problem is, he's a high schooler, so he's he's 18 <laughs> years old. It's going to be a little while till we see him. But apparently, uh, and he's a big dude. He's six three. He runs like someone who's you know five ten. He, yeah, he's he's yeah. got some size on him, man. Yeah, he can move. Yeah. And look, you love those guys who have the, the baseball genes, you know, having his dad. His cousin is J.P. Crawford, who the, you remember the Phillies drafted years ago. He's with the Mariners now. Oh, yeah. That's his cousin. 
So this is in the bloodlines, man, with these guys. Um, and how about this? Four former major leaguers' sons were taken in the first round. So you That's had, unbelievable. Yeah, you had, uh, you know, anyway, we'll get into all these guys. But but Halliday went first. Uh, if you remember, his, his father was a really good player for a long time, Matt. Um, but, yeah, Andrew Jones' son ended up going, uh, I think, second overall. And the Phillies took Crawford at 17. So four of them. We got the home run derby tonight. With uh, with Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber is in it for the Phillies, and he hit one over the weekend. He kind of got off the Schneid. He was in a little bit of a slump in terms of the home runs. So the, the, that'll be uh, that'll be tonight. British Open. Cam Smith comes back and wins over Rory. He was ridiculous. He was four shots behind on Sunday and won the uh, British Open. The guy was amazing uh, when he wins it. And we'll dive into Juan Soto, guys. He <laughs> turned down a recorded fifteen years, four hundred and forty million dollars almost a half a billion dollars he turned out this is the world that we live in 450 million dollars good lord half a billion with a b man that's correct that's crazy but uh, i just want to say you know just as far as um guys that uh it's funny how you know people you know people you grew up with people and now their kids are doing something my boy well it's not my boy it's my uncle's this is my uncle's best friend they played high school football together his name is Seth, Seth Coleman. I grew up around these guys. Now, my uncle's like, one, you know, an old head. He's the one that used to take me to games and stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying, when yeah. I was younger. When he used to take me, but store would vibe. He's the one that used to take me to the games, right. the Cardinals games. And Seth was, Seth was with him. Oh, so okay. Seth's son, Seth's son is Christian Coleman, the sprinter wow. from Tennessee who's now going to the Olympics. He got a job last, I mean, last, year before, I mean, the last Olympics. Because they said he he, uh, he didn't go to a, for a, a piss test or something, okay. So he couldn't go, but you know he's now running. He's back, man. He's like number two <laughs> in, the, in the country in the country right now, man. So That's he's, incredible. He's really, yeah, no Christian kidding. Coleman. Okay. I grew up. I grew up with his father, man. That's crazy Good, man. that you know six degrees of separation. Yeah, I'll be I'll be rooting for him now. Now yep, that I, yep. I know the connection. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so we get all that. So coming back, guys, we will dive into the Phillies who swept out. They got the brooms out against the fish this weekend. We'll do that. Then Eagles, then Sixers, then Glenn Mack. Now, don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right. I want to tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because knowing who to trust with your finances is enormous. You work your tail off, man. You want to make sure as the years go on that you are set up the right way. And I, I've gone through, through it for years and finally found the right person. For you, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, your insurance, you, you got a small business, you're trying to figure out how to set up your employee benefits. There's a million different things that you may not be sure about. Okay, so reach out to Jim. He can help you. I've entrusted him with my IRA, my 401k rollover, and I couldn't be any happier and you'll be happy as well. Give him a call at 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. You can also email his, uh, his email address, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at Principal.com. That's Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at Principal.com. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip 
at theoceanac.com. At Action News, we cherish every moment, and it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Monday, everybody. Hope we can get you through it. Give you a little escape from the craziness of getting back to the work week. And I uh, hope you had a great weekend. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. By the way, guys, a huge announcement coming tomorrow regarding uh, regarding Jacob Sports Media. I, I will just leave it at that. We got some big news coming regarding programming. How about that? That's fair enough. I'm not giving anything away there, right? That gets that gets fair to say. No, That's gonna pretty be good. Yep, gonna be a big one tomorrow, man. So you want to be uh, be locked in, and we'll give you updates throughout the course of the show. Hit that like button, by the way. We appreciate it, Chris, and everybody else. Uh, D Gun, B Brooks, R Ellis, with you on this uh, on this Monday. All right. So I, I, I again, let's go back to this. Props to Barrett because Barrett was, has been the steadying Phillies force here. While I've been like a manic maniac when it comes to every win and loss, I treat it like an Eagles game. Like that's how crazy I've been. But <laughs> I, I was admittedly down coming out of Toronto. Okay. I, they had lost two in a row. You remember the back end of St. Louis. <clears throat> they, are you guys hearing? Am I hearing that? Am I crazy? So uh, huh. two, two, uh, two losses on the back end of, uh, of St. Louis and then two losses in Toronto. And you're saying to yourself, uh-oh. Or at least I was saying to myself, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, but they go into Florida. They beat Florida's ace on Friday, That's which right. 
was the key to the whole thing. Uh, Alcantara is, is an absolute monster. So they beat him. And then it just felt like, all right, you know, they're going to figure this thing out. And and to Gibson's credit, he pitched really well on yeah, did. Saturday. Saturday yep. Straight great outing from him. And that's I don't. A third, that's a third straight, right? He was great in St. Louis, and he was great in uh, in Florida. But I don't. I think that. I think it was two. I think it was two okay, straight. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I've seen Nola look as sharp as he looked. Honestly, uh, he ran out of a little bit of gas in the ninth, but Nola was was phenomenal. He was on fire yesterday. I mean, they couldn't even touch him yesterday. He was great. So they got really good pitching. You know, when you when you talk about Aaron Nolan, we've talked about this time and time again. I'm so glad that he finally got to see some of the fruits of his labor. You know, he had pitched so well um, and had nothing to show for it. He had more losses than wins over the past month or so. You know, but I didn't know this until recently. He has, he has eight straight games now where he's pitched into the seventh inning. That's the second longest streak in the majors behind Alcantara. Oof, you know, that's and amazing. You, you look at Alcantara's numbers and records and Nola's. And, you know, Nola went out there and he said, you know what? I'm going to all-star break. I'm just going out there dealing. Mm-hmm. And so he gave up a couple of singles and he said, okay, that's cool enough. You know, they didn't want to mm-hmm. take any chance, but I'm so glad he finally got to see the fruits of his labor because he pitched a gym um, against a, a decent Marlins team on Sunday. Let me give you guys two things that really stand out about him this year. His, his strikeout to walk ratio guys mm-hmm. 137 strikeouts to 16 walks. Yeah, and that's crazy. That's flat out crazy. You're getting nothing free from him, okay? You're earning everything. That's unbelievable. And he's got a 0.91 walks hits to innings pitched. Like he you're right, Derek. His record six and seven. That could easily be ten and three. Oh, no question easily. about it. There's you know? no question. And and you look at his um his pitch count to strikeout ratio yesterday. 108 pitches, 75 strikes. Straight seventy-five deal. strikes. Yeah, yeah. You can't ask no for much better than that. No, you can't. They were they were totally overmatched. He was great. Um, and you looked. You 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 try to like step back from even yesterday, guys, a little bit, and you look at it. Well, first off, thirteen hits allowed in the three games. Phillies only allowed yep. thirteen That's hits right. in twenty-seven innings That's yesterday right. or over the course of the series uh, to the Marlins. And again, this is a team that's owned them there. The Phillies haven't swept. The Marlins there since 2010. It's been 12 years since they swept them in Miami. So well, they, and that's they the team were, that had Holiday and all, and you know, right, right, right. Loaded. But they were 06 and one in their last seven road trips to Miami. Yes, that's, that's unbelievable. Considering how how bad Miami had been, they were still 06 and one when going down to Miami to play. Yeah, they lost it, three out of four earlier in the year when Girardi was the manager. Some some teams have your number, and they have had the yep. Phillies number. For years, uh, for years, and I'm, I'm glad that you know everything is, is 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 back the way it's supposed to be. See, that's that's exactly. I still think they're going to be buyers going into the trade. That what is the trade deadline? A week and a half away. It's all they pushed it back a little bit, Barrett, because it's generally July 31st. Mm-hmm. But I think because that falls on a Sunday, they 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 pushed it a little to get more Major League Baseball to get a little more run out of it. So it's mm-hmm. on August 2nd. Okay. So, but it is close. I mean, what are we at? The 18th now. It's yep. yeah, it's a little more than two weeks. So we're yeah, we're close. So, so in, in doing that, I mean I could see him as, as some some major buyers, man. You know, uh, I agree. I think I think what this does, barring total collapse when they come back from the all-star break, which I don't see, they're gonna be buyers. They're gonna be buyers for sure. And uh, here's why I also think they're buyers, Barrett, to your point. Eflin 
threw a bullpen Saturday and had soreness yesterday, and they're they're reevaluating him today. That's not a good sign. It's on that same knee. They need a starter bad, and yeah, they know I mean, it. they, they got to stop playing with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing else they could do. They got to they got to get a starter. Him him, and I didn't know the extent of what his injury was. When you rupture your patella tendon, you you know, and you rip that. You had that right. That's how, that's why I had to retire. Yeah. I can remember sitting on the I'm sitting on the field, halfway through the uh, the Panthers. Um, it's, it, it was just a it was just a uh, preseason game, and Deuce hits me from the back. My knee hits the ground, totally ruptures my quad tendon. My quad tendon was like all the way up in my top of my leg. You know, some somebody ripped their bicep, mm. it rolls up. Well, that's mm. what did it rolled my whole quad muscle rolled up on the top of my leg. In fact, the skin was laying over my bone. Oh, you know, geez. it didn't come out of the but it was just laying over my bones. Jeez, man. Oh. You know, and I can remember Dr. Bradley. In fact, Dr. Bradley's the one that did um did did Carson's knee. And he said, uh, he looked at me, he's like, uh, oh, Bro- oh Brooksy, oh, okay. And he said, You'll you'll be all right. I said, What do you mean I'll be all right? Um, you 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 got that nursing stuff, you know, that nursing <laughs> stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you that nursing stuff, you know. I said, Yeah. Yeah, I do. Have, I got a nursing school. Yeah, and a nursing agency. He said, "Yeah, you, you, all right." I said, well, "What are you, what are you talking about? I'm on the field. What are you talking about?" He said, "Somebody half your size, half your age couldn't come back from this." Oh. Damn. So he so hit like, you with all oh. that on the field. All that on the field, and man, then got me. I don't know how field. I feel about that. Like right, I don't know. Right. I don't either. I mean, like kind of rough, man. I don't that's want to rough. hear that. Then that's yeah, the last thing I want to hear. I definitely did. In fact, I went in. I, I went in. I took a shower. I went straight to the. Uh, they took me straight. In fact, I rode in his car, straight to the um, to the um, hospital. To the hospital. I get to the hospital. They as soon as I get there, they put me under. When I woke up from the surgery, I saw the credits from the game going down. The credits of the game had just started. You, going you down. had surgery that quick. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Because they didn't want. They didn't want. Um, they didn't want the muscles to stay that way. They said they had to oh. pull them back down because no um, atrophy there. Yeah. They didn't want atrophy. So they pushed them all the way down oh, and they had to anchor them with a plate. Oh, man, yeah. dude. How big Oof. of a scar, how big of an uh, incision did they have to make? Uh, it, was, it was probably like eight inches long. Is it on the back of your knee or, the, or where do they go the front, in? In the front. They go in the front. Damn. Yeah, yeah that's, that's correct. Like, I, I get, if you have a good relationship with this guy, and, and I, not that he was joking, but he, I, I don't know. Man. Like, like, yeah, to it was me, a great it's relationship. Like, yeah, we have a great relationship. No, and I, so I get it a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think I'd be hitting you with that on the field, man. No, I, I, I mean, seriously. No encouraging words. Hey, man, yeah. man stick in there. You might come back next year. Yeah. Hey, he look, tells we, you that while you're wincing in pain? Yeah. I wasn't in say, pain, though. That's the thing. I wasn't in pain. It hurt when I first hit it. When right. I first did it, it felt like I got kicked by a mule the first thing I did. But it didn't hurt after that. It not didn't hurt. I to, no, I not until I tried. When I tried to get up, so you go into shock, right? A little yeah. bit. So I tried to get up. When I tried to get up, the muscles had tightened up up at the top, you know where they were, and that's when it hurt. It when the muscles tightened up up top, but down there towards the knee, I mean, the body had already went into shock, and I didn't feel any of that. So did they take you out field on the cart, or did you walk off? I got. I had to. I had to leave on the cart. Jeez, that's tough, yeah, man. Yeah. I, 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 man, I'm blown away. They got you in and and worked on you that quick. That's crazy. Yeah. So that that plate is still in there, yeah. So how obviously you you decided you know that you were done playing, but how how hard was it just to do normal stuff coming back from that? Like, it's, is it a really bad injury? It's a legitimate seventeen month injury, a legitimate seventeen months. So he's had two surgeries on that knee. So he had, he actually in in twenty sixteen he had double knee surgery, both left and right. Okay, wow. then he had a procedure for the patellar. It, it wasn't to the severity of yours, Barrett, but he had 
patella tendon surgery in September. And and now he but he claims I don't know how real this is, but he claims it's not directly related to that. I this is a big dude too. He's a he's a large guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like who's constantly pushing off that knee. It's his right knee, so it's his drive knee. It's not good. So I think that's really if I had if I was like making a pecking order, I'm going after a starter first. I think yeah. you need you need outfield help too, but I gotta get a starter in here. Because the bullpen's really settled in. Yeah, they are. They really are settled in. And we talked yeah. all that stuff. I remember I remember Brad Hand um yeah. start of the the start of May, you know, through May. I couldn't stand him. Now he's settled in as, as, as our closer, man. He, well, Hand and Sir Anthony have been just enormous, man. And they got Brogdon now back off of the COVID list. So that's big. But all right, so take a step back. They go five and four on a difficult road trip where you go to St. Louis, Toronto, and Miami. Excellent. Uh, you look at what they've been doing. They're 11 and eight since the, the Harper injury. If I told you when Harper went down at the All Star break, they're three games over 500 without Harper and Segura. And. Yep. Missing Eflin yep. and for the most part Ranger Suarez. You would that's have been what, thrilled. That's right? what I kept saying. Just hold on. Just hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're that's doing their they've part. They've got to be buyers. They've got to mm-hmm. be buyers going into this because I mean they got a legitimate shot. No, yeah. they got a legitimate shot. I mean, they're right there with both Milwaukee and St. Louis. Yep. You know, and the and the Padres for that matter. They're right there. Mm-hmm. But you know what? And, when I, when I look at Boston, bruh. Well, look at Bro, and and, and I, wa- I watched the Boston, I was Boston and Yankees this this weekend, bro. It's 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 like it's two, it's those are two different, um, two different teams. It's like two different leagues as far as you know. This like we're in we're in we're in the minors, and 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 they're, you know, especially the Yankees. The Yankees oh, and their old the Yankees are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight losses ridiculous. halfway through the season. That's ridiculous. The Yankees and Dodgers are are. Just out of control. How good they are! I mean, I mean the, yeah, the Yankees are at sixty-four and twenty-eight. I mean, that's unbelievable. And and you know what? The Dodgers have really been on a run lately too. They're sixty and thirty. Like the Dodgers have won ten out of nine. Or, or, no, I'm sorry, not nine out of ten. And the Yankees are are only five and five in their last ten, and they're still sixty-four and twenty-eight. Jeez, so that's crazy, man. I, no, two things have really happened in the Phillies' favor. One, three actually. One, they're in the National League. But two, the third wild card has has made this thing very attainable in terms of a playoff spot. Yeah. But the other yeah. thing where they got a break was the universal DH because if if you had been trying to do this all year essentially or most of the year without Harper because of the elbow injury, they'd be out of it. Harper carried them up until he got hurt and he was as he was DHing, so that was that was enormous too. But you know they're 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 also a really good team. Uh, this is kind of goes for a lot of teams, but they're forty and sixteen when they get at least four runs. That's right. That's right. Forty and sixteen. That's that's, that's pretty that's impressive. Ridiculous. That's my yeah. goodness. And, you know, and I started saying, looking at this. Go ahead, Gunner. No, some are saying this could be the best Yankees team ever. When you think about the long illustrious history this team, this organization has had, and they're saying this team could be the best ever. Yeah. That's saying a did lot. You watch Have you watched them play? Yes. It's yes. ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Man, I mean, I mean, they were up four-one in the first against Boston. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, look, Judge is already at thirty-three home runs and seventy yeah. runs stripping it. Aaron Judge you know? is out of his mind. I, I mean, mean, Judge is ridiculous. Rizzo's got twenty-two home runs and nobody talks about it. Stanton's right, right, got right. twenty-four. <laughs> you know, they're they're just a juggernaut, man. And that's not even getting into their pitching. How it's did insane. they get all this talent, man? Right. 
right. They spend right. money on top of money. You're right. I mean, it's a mix. They're they're kind of a hodgepodge, Derek. They like judge is out of the system. Um, they they right. traded for Stanton. You know, they, right. other moves right. they made. So it's a little bit of you know, kind of mixing and matching. They they've, they've underachieved uh, the last couple of years, but they've really, yeah, they're they're the team to beat, man. It, it feels like a collision course with the Yankees and the Dodgers in the in the, uh, in the World Series. I mean, they have they have almost five hundred runs scored halfway through the season. Yeah, I five hundred. Like I, I, there's a few things you look at in in baseball that are always interesting to me. Like one example is the Phillies. You know, the Phillies' run differential is is starting to get pretty decent. Like they're a plus sixty two, which is decent, mm-hmm. right? It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what the Yankees' run differential is, guys? Plus one ninety nine. Plus it's off the chart. One ninety nine. Okay, My they're goodness. almost at plus two hundred runs. So. Yeah, what they're doing is unreal. I, I, you know, like to me, it's like, all right, let them go nuts. Let's just worry about the National League. I'm not, you know what I mean? Let, let the Yankees. Do <laughs> you only want to. I, I don't want to look at. I, it. I wanted to turn it off, but I was just so intrigued by how. Oh, it's fun to watch. Yeah. yeah, it's fun to watch. So, I mean, all right, see, so Tampa ahead. Bay. Tampa Bay is ten games over 500. They're Thirteen games behind the oh, Yankees. They're buried. They have no chance. It's yeah. ridiculous. They have no shot. Yeah, it's it's a, it is. You're right. They're 51 and 41, and they're 13 out. The, the, the Jays are 50 and 43 and they're 14 and a half out. So it's like, Jeez. you know, there's, there's really not much for you, but you, you look at the Phillies, the way they're set up too is really good as well in the sense that they hold the tiebreaker over the Cardinals. If the Cardinals and the Brewers keep flip-flopping, they hold mm-hmm. the tiebreaker over the Brewers too yep. for that third spot. If it gets that, and they're only two back of San Diego, you know, San Diego yep. is going to be interesting. I, I haven't seen any updates on when, when and if they expect to get Tatis back, because uh, that could really be a game changer for them. You get somebody like that because he's a he's an MVP caliber talent. He just can't seem to stay on the field. So they get him back. Look out! Uh, you got the home run derby tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Schwarber's in it. He's he's been in it before, so that's good. He's got some experience. He knows how to pace himself and and, and whatnot. But uh, I, I I I like watching the home run derby. I know some people are just like give me a break and you know who cares, but I, I enjoy it personally. You guys I like wa- it? I watch it, but I don't watch it like intently. I watch it with one eye. Like I, I'm watching it, but I'm doing other things. It, it it used to be when it first started, it was riveting to me. I would sit there and watch the whole thing. But now it's at yeah. a point, if I hear a certain name is coming up to the plate, I'll stop what I'm doing just to watch. But for the most part, I don't watch it from start to finish as closely as I did. Right. Uh, but now that you've got Schwarber uh, in it in it tonight, and um, who else is in it? Um, All right, so it's Schwarber. Uh, oh, Pujols. Pujols. Who I, yeah. I kind of think that's cool. I, I like yeah. it. Some people don't like it. They're just, you know, they're, it's sort of his swan song, you know, let him do his thing. Uh, Pete Alonzo, who's going to be tough to beat. He's a former champion. Uh, so he's he's another guy who can, you know, flat out, you know, rake. There, there's no doubt about that. Corey Seager uh, yeah. from the Rangers, who is a guy who's got power. Now, let, me, let me give you a name to keep your eye on. Julio Rodriguez. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's A-Rod's na- nephew. Nephew, yeah. Okay. He's got 15 home runs as a rookie. Yeah. This this guy is dangerous, man. He is 21 years old. He's the only rookie in it. Uh, and he's the only rookie with multiple home runs more than 440 feet. This dude can flat out break. Okay. Well, um, is Otani in it this year? No. Juan, yeah. The rest of it is Juan Soto, Jose Ramirez from the uh, from the Guardians. Uh, and I think that's the whole field. I think that's everybody. But no, Otani, he was in there like two years ago, wasn't he? 
Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think they're just trying to preserve him a little bit because he, right. you know, with everything he does. Uh, Trout's not playing in the game. He's not the forget the home run thing. He's not playing in the game. He's got back spasms, so he's not going to play in tomorrow night's All Star game. Um, but yeah, it's good. I, I, I'm with you, Derek. Like I'll watch Schwarber intently. Yep. Yep. And as we get to like the championship round, I'll dial into it a little bit more. Like I'll I'll have it on, but I'll you know yeah. ha- yep. sort of half in on it. I will say this. I think the all-star game, the baseball all-star game is the truest form of an all-star game. I agree. Yeah. It's it, because you can't like with football, nobody wants to get hurt, rightfully nope. so. Exactly. I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit. Hockey, it is a skills competition. Nobody <clears throat> and it's, and it's in the middle of a season, also. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you guys know they, they, the way the NBA changed the format, you'll get a little bit more defense, but not a lot. They'll play it in the fourth at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. They'll play it. But they're doing that like modified. Remember that, that, that scoring system they use now yep. in the all star mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. to try and get a little bit more out of it. But look, nonetheless, Philly's good, really good first half. And you consider where they were and how this thing started. You know, they're 27 and 14 under Gerard uh, under Thompson. After taking over Girardi, thirteen games over five hundred. That, that's huge. That is that is outstanding. Yeah. Where will they be had they kept Girardi? Oh my goodness. That's a great we question. Be talking about we wouldn't be talking about buying. No, we'd no, we would. Yeah. You know, we we'd be talking about Eagles training camp. Yeah, that's what we'd know, be talking about nonstop. We'd, talk, we'd be talking about uh, <laughs> we'd talking about um, people going to having surgery instead of trying to eke through this whole season. You know what you, I mean? You, that's a Barrett's a great point. Like, is Harper shut down? Like. Would they have told him as well, hey, let the thumb heal up and get the elbow done too while you're at it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I believe all those guys, you know, I mean, would, would have just gone home and said, all right, get the surgery. We're done. Harper, you're done. Uh, you know, um, Evelyn, you're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you're right. Now, here's the, here's the good news. If they don't get a big time outfielder, infielder, whatever, bat to boost them. It looks like, like Segura is now taking infield. He's taking grounders. It's, it feels like he's getting pretty close here. If you can get him back in August, say early to mid, Harper mid to late, it's like two trades. Yep. You know, adding those two guys. Absolutely. With everything else that's going on. So, I, I just I just want to make sure they don't rush them. That's the thing. I agree with you. You know, um, you know I, I, I would rely more so on a medical expert more so than a player because, as we know, a player will say, I feel good, I'm ready, and get back on the field sooner. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure there's no further damage that could be done. Uh, <laughs> I want to make sure they're 100%. Like I said, they're surviving without those players. And that's all I kept – I've been harping on for a month. Just hang – if you can just hang in there, yep. you know, and, and look at where they are right now. They're right in the thick of that, that, that wild card race. But I think we can forget about them catching the Mets. You know, unless I don't, Mets, yeah, I don't even look yeah. at that, Derek. Honestly, I, I think unless the Mets have one of the most historic collapses in all of baseball, I don't see them catching the Mets. Uh, Braves and, might Atlanta, catch them, Braves might Bra- catch them. Yes, Braves might catch them, and yeah. the Braves are still waiting for reinforcements. I know, you know, and the Braves are two and a half behind them now. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I I just want the Phillies. You know, these kids. We keep talking about these kids, these kids, Stotts, Bohm, You know, all these guys. And they they may not be consistent, but they're coming up with big hits at at, at crucial points. Yeah, and that's all you can. And they're, they're turning out to be game deciding type hits, you know. So if they can continue along that course, you know, I want to make sure Harper and Syracuse are one hundred percent ready to go, yeah. whether it's mid August 
or late August or whatever the case may be, because you still have a lot of base, a lot of significant baseball to play in September. Hundred percent. So I, I, I just want to make sure. I just I don't want to rush him back. What? Don, if we have, if they um, were playing, if they didn't let Girardi go. We still be talking. We'd be talking about Duke of Flukes right now. You're, ab- oh, you're yeah. absolutely yeah. Barrett's, right. Barrett's mastery on the seas. We'd be oh, talking yeah. about right now. That's yeah, that's for sure. Uh, that's hey, exactly one other one other thing to add, and shouldn't be overlooked. What a break they got! Uh, no pun intended. That that Bohm didn't break that finger, man. Oh my yes. goodness. I mean, oh, that is just – that's the baseball guys giving you a little bit of a break maybe for some of the other stuff that's gone down. Like, that's wow. huge because he, he played a big part the last couple of days in these wins. No question about it. No question about it. And, and like I said, you know, dislocation seems serious at first, but I've had I've had two in my lifetime, you know, and you just pop it back in and you either tape it up like this one. This my little finger still not straight compared to this one, right? You know, and all you do is tape it up and you keep rolling. I mean, it hurts a little bit, but yeah, once you pop it back into place, you get a little swelling, and that's about it. They put you a know? little. What they did, Derek, it, it was his ring, his ring on his glove hand. So they put a little padding inside of the glove, just like a shock yep. absorber almost. Yep. And he didn't have any problems, man. He actually played really well yeah. in the field. It was funny, man. I think it was. I think he he said he he was available to pinch hit Friday, but they didn't start him. And then he's in the field on Saturday and early. It might have been the first or second inning. There was a liner smoked right at him, and yep. he handled it. And he didn't have any yep. problems at all. I'm like, okay, this he's going to be all right. And he hit well, you know, this weekend too, man. So good I wonder stuff. if they, I wonder if they tape up the individual finger too. Obviously, you had the padding in there, but I wonder if they also tape it up just to stabilize he, he did. a little he bit did. more. He did. Yeah, you could. It was like just above where the where the glove covers. Yeah. You could see like a blue tape. So they did have okay. it taped up. Okay. What they can't do is tape it together because he, he's got to put his batting gloves on to be able to hit. But he had it taped up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. As a little mm. a little protection. So, yeah, that's big. So that's where they're at. They sit here right now. They're basically tied with the Cardinals for the third uh, wild card spot. They hold the advantage over the Cardinals uh, with the season series. So that's where things are. They'll be off until Friday. So the good news is not only do they get most of them other than Schwarber, uh, get some rest, they get they get off on Friday, and then they're home after that. So they start a series with the Cubs, um, you know, rolling into the uh, to the second half of the thing. They're home for the Cubs for three, Atlanta for three, then they go to Pittsburgh for four. So that's what they have coming up. Mm. I'm looking at John Dickerson's comment here. What the hell happened to Baldy's finger? John, that's a question we've asked for decades. You, uh, know? you don't have to ask. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what comes with football. Yeah, man, I, broke, look, yeah. I broke all my fingers like three times and my thumbs. I broke this one. I broke this one uh, three times and I broke this one two times. Yeah, but your fingers are straight. Yeah, you, they you, are. Okay. They're relatively straight, yeah. Yours, when I look at, yours don't look bad. They don't. No. I know. I mean, Baldy's Baldy's pinky finger it goes north and south instead of east and west. I no, mean, no, I t- it goes it goes up and then over. Yeah, yeah. I told people when I first met I give him props for never getting it fixed. By the way, oh, no, see, that's the problem. Yeah, he didn't I get it get fixed. It. You pull yeah. it out and you tape it together. Uh, yeah. I just pulled it out, taped it together. That's what I do. Yeah. I told people when I yeah together. when I first met Baldy and got to know him, when he would talk to me, I'd be following his finger like this. I'm like, <laughs> huh? huh? I mean, I'd never seen a finger like that. I I didn't know. <laughs> You know, you look at all his fingers, they're like mangled. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like um, the, the, the guy behind me, not Reggie, the number 60 behind me, Chuck Bednarik, yeah, he had yeah. one of those too. Oh, man. One of those oh. Too, man. My guy, Mark, um, Mark Courier, Mark Courier, yeah. look up Mark Courier's finger and you'll see his is like this. 
Mark Carrier's finger. He has one just like that. Um, well, you know the off. Roddy, you know the Roddy Lott story, right? Yeah, he just he, cut his uh, off. He just cut it off during a game. So yeah. he got it literally in a game. It got the 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 tip of it got caught in a helmet. They got it lodged. You know, lodged it from it. They take him off, and he the, the guy's basically like, look, you're you're done for the day. He's like, I'm not done for the day. He's like, your your finger is destroyed. Like, we got to get you out. He said, cut it off. Cut the cut the tip of it off. And the guy's like, you know, the trainer or whatever's like, what? <laughs> no, no, you. I, I'm I'm finishing this game. And he he literally <laughs> had the guy amputate the top of his finger, and he finished playing. If you look at Ronnie Lott, you'll see he's missing a tip of a like that. Right. That dude's a different cat, man. That's a different that's, breed. That's way different, bro. I'm not cutting anything off. No. No, I'll add some. You know, what I'm saying? I'll add some. <laughs> I'll add some of this. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not cutting anything off. Bro. No, no. There's no. There's no. Uh, no snakes. Ain't no man. cut me Mick going on here. No, no, no. Cut no, me, Mick, no, no Rocky scenarios, man. No, no. I'm with it. All right. So we're going to come back, guys. We're going to dive into this very interesting list and tell you where Howie Roseman ranks uh, of the NFL GMs. I, I found it a little bit interesting. I took a little umbrage with this one. So we'll we'll get into that when we get back, and we'll we'll look at Howie's arc here with the Eagles, the highs, the lows, all that good stuff. When we get back, don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I need to tell you about my great friends at ProAction Restoration. Because if you have a business, if you have a home, if you have a property, and there's water, there's fire, there's smoke damage, you got mold issues, whatever the case may be, and you're not equipped how to, how to handle this, right? But they are, okay? And they're available 24 hours, seven days a week, 365. I've gone through it personally. It had happened at my parents' house. They were panicked. They were upset. They didn't know what to do. I called them. They came over. They handled it and took care of it in a, in a great way, cleaned everything up. It was reasonable. And my, I put my parents' minds at ease, my mind at ease. And and you need that 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 kind of just, just all right, everything's going to be okay. I got the pros here to take care of it. They're licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. They'll also work pro-action will in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you name it. They can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760. That's 610-623-3760. Or online at proactionrestoration.com. That's proactionrestoration.com. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Action News. We cherish every moment, and it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. 
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Hour number two, we are Sports Day Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Tell a friend, hit that like button. Two o'clock, Glenn Macnow is going to be joining us from 94 WIP. And uh, tomorrow, giant announcement uh, regarding programming on Jacob Sports YouTube Network. So you want to be, stay tuned for that. That'll come down uh, while we're on the air, actually. And we will uh, pass that along. Also go to jacobsports.com for great, great Eagles insight, Eagles content. And of course, uh, you can link up with all the interviews that we have done uh, over uh, the few months that we've been doing this. So uh, I don't, thanks I don't for know having... anything about it. I, it's the first I, time we can't tell you that kind of stuff, Derek. We just we have to, you know, we 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 can't trust you with that kind of information, man. Wow, Aaron knows I'm everything. He's just not telling. That, that's the way this <clears> is. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And Barry's supposed to be my boy, and that's how he treat me like a stepchild. Okay, you know, right. sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, but it will, it, trust me, it, it is. It, oh, y'all, you guys can see, you guys can see, um, you can see what I just, uh, what I saw in the commercials now. What did you see? Oh, it's back. Yeah. It's back, baby. What? Stay no, side? No, no. You see it. State side vodka. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Boom. It's back. Yes. That's awesome. Um, all right. The long, so let's, the long version. That's right. You're that's the you're right. The longer one, um, <laughs> Mr. Taz. They keep an intro from you, like parents hiding the fact their kids were adopted. D gun. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Mr. Taz. That's right. The streets are, these streets are rough, man. They don't. These, these they don't trust D gun. I'm hurt. I'm deeply hurt. I know. I know. But we'll all find out tomorrow. From what I'm hearing, it's uh, it's big stuff. All right. So, uh, Eagles wise, as I mentioned, guys, eight days away from training camp, and it's generally the time of year when you sort of jump around and look at, at, at bigger picture stuff, we've, you know, we've, we've d- debated Jalen hurts and we've talked a lot about the ins and the outs of the roster and whatnot. But I thought this was an interesting list from NBC sports. It, it got in Patrick Darty. It's D a U G H E R T Y who put this out and he gives yeah. a little synopsis of each and every, you know, GM and, and the reasoning for, for why he ranked them, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, um, he he put he he listed the all time not the all time the the current GMs and where they rank. So here's the order, and I'll get to to where Howie Roseman falls in a second. But you guys tell me if you if you're on board with this. Um, he's got Les Snead from the Rams at number one, and what what he points out, and it's dead on. 
Snead went against traditional, you know, compile draft picks. Like, I want to load up, man. We all, Everybody wants first rounders. Snead said, forget that. I'm going to trade them away. I'm going to bring in proven players right now. And, you know, whatever happens down the line happens down the line. And hard to argue they won a Super Bowl with that strategy. And, and I think it is interesting that he wasn't afraid to go against, go outside of the box. Okay. Because precious are the draft picks. So he goes, Snead one. Belichick too. Um, a lot of this is based on track record, obviously, but some of it is the fact that he still got his team to 10 wins last year, you know, with a rookie quarterback, losing Brady, all things considered. So Belichick, he goes Brandon Bean, number three, who is the GM mm-hmm. in Buffalo. They've built one hell of a roster, man, in Buffalo. And I think it so feels to me like it's only a matter of time, right? Uh, four, he goes Andy Reid slash Brett Veach. Uh, both former Eagles. Uh, Andy doesn't have the same kind of say in personnel, but you know he's got some say. He's not completely running the show here like he did in Philly at the end. He even said, I, you know, I'm glad I got away from that. And Brett is doing a great job there. Five, he's got John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Six, he's got uh, Jason Light from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Seven, he's got Mickey Loomis from the Saints. So there's your top seven. Howie Roseman falls in at eight. Um, let's go back, guys. First off, any anybody that you think Howie should be in front of on that list, and let's kind of, we'll kind of run through everybody on that list too. But do you think eight is a fair place for Howie? No, I think Howie should be ahead of uh, Brandon Bean, um, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, five. Yep. And so I'd say five or six is where he should be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, considering that he won a Super Bowl and those two did not. Um, now, that's not a knock against them because they both have ju- done a tremendous job of building their rosters to make their teams relevant. But the caveat for how he is, <clears throat> he assembled a Super Bowl winner. And when you look at how they won that Super Bowl, the most impressive thing about it was they did it with backups at strategic points. So it wasn't like a team front loaded with talent. You lost a future Hall of Famer in Jason Peters. You lost a future Hall of Famer in Darren Sproles. You lost your franchise quarterback. And you had other people step up and step in and carry the load. Franchise wide receiver. Yeah, franchise wide receiver. You had a rookie named Corey Clement who had 100 yards receiving in the biggest game of the season. You know, um, and Corey Clement, for the most part, was an afterthought, you know. You know, he could hardly get on the field. But in the Super Bowl, he turns out in one of the biggest plays of the game. You know, so that year, Howie Roseman did an incredible job of not just building a roster, but building 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 a roster with quality depth. You know, you had you had Blunt. You know, you brought in um, the other running back from Miami. You know, you had Alshon Jeffrey. You brought in. You know, you, he did a tremendous job, and you look at the way he's assembled the rosters in both in two thousand twenty one and this year. You know, everybody agrees across the board. Howie has had two back to back. Great drafts, you know, and obviously this class has to show it on the field, but on paper, they look like it's going to be a great draft. You know, what Brandon Bean has done with that roster in, in Buffalo is, is unbelievable. You know, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, look at all the first round draft picks they have on defense on that, on that team. Look at how they've stacked that team. And they're a physical team. They're a competitive team every year. But how he, like I said, he has the one thing those two don't. And that's why I think he should be at least fifth or sixth on this list. How about you, Barry? 
You're muted. Ah, I get to say it. Barrett, you're muted. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know what? I love Belichick, but Belichick, we just going off old stuff. Belichick for the last three years really hasn't played up the expectations, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that he should be number two at this point. Mm. I, I, I flip Bean and Belichick. Interesting. Number two. Um, mm. what has he done? He still hasn't gotten this guy wide receivers. Um, he's let some defensive prowess leave. Uh, you know, he, he brought in Devontae Parker. Okay, that's that's it. You know, solid, what I'm solid, solid. solid. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Solid. So Nelson Aguilar, uh, you know. Yeah, he's not doing anything. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I mean, I I think he needs to come down a list a little more. That's why I think Brandon Bean should be up the list because look what he's done. He's brought in, you know, uh some really good players, man, in, in, in Buffalo to really <clears throat> shake things drafted up. Drafted well, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just little things. Like, I mean, the, well, it's a big thing. They brought in uh, Miller. But, you know, you know, they drafted Devin Singletary. Um, you know, I just think, you know, even the you know, even the addition of, of Cole Beasley, you know, helped that quarterback out a lot, you know, because he would always get open in the middle of the field. You know, he's always trying to help um, his, his, his quarterback out. Yeah. So I move. I will. I will leave Andy Reid. I put him at three then, and I move Belichick back to four, <clears throat> where Andy Reid is. Then after that, I would move up Howie at number five. I'll put him up at number five, and then five? Put Lynch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll put Lynch at number seven and move down Light and Loomis. I, I would. Move, I would move Light up. Yeah, I don't quite get Loomis. I, I mean, they've been good and consistent. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I don't know if he deserves that. I don't uh, think he deserves to be ahead of Howie. Um, I don't either. I mean, he's he's defense. he's a wheeler and dealer. Um, yeah. man, his defense is a monster. Yeah. And they get those these, are draft picks in his defense. Yeah, that's oh, why yeah. I put him and, there. And I put get, him there. And you look at a lot of the names that he has on his roster. You know, they, they weren't names that were prominently discussed when it comes to drafting. You know, it's not just he's finding these first rounders. He's finding good players, second, third, fourth rounds. Yeah. You know, so, I, I so mean, Loomis deserves to be on the list, but I don't know about that high. The knock on Howie is there's a couple of blind spots, right? And and, and it, hopefully it looks like he's getting receiver right now with Devontae There you Smith. go. You're always talking old stuff, man. You're always bringing up old stuff. No, no. <laughs> I, I, no, but I, I will get – here's where I give him credit. Like, he's got a, a lot of fines later in the draft, Kelsey, you know, being the – poster child for that and not just him but uh, you know my lotta you know etc um i i really like the the aj brown move he he's and he's brilliant at smelling weakness here and and getting an, an additional draft pick out of somebody to be able to do something um he's aggressive i would i'd rather fail aggressively than 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 you know sit back and be mediocre honestly i would and i give howie props because he's super aggressive i love that about him um, you know, I, I, I think the, the, the knock is probably in some ways, some degree of talent evaluation, but he's a master cap guy, um, in, in, you know, in, in a lot of ways, um, you know, say whatever you want. They hired people who other organizations want, you know, therefore there's a lot of turnover. It's good and bad. Um, yep. but they're bringing in people who are, who are appealing to others. You know, look, I mean, how much of Belichick's success is attributed to Brady, too? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think he's a great drafter. I think he he finds fits for his scheme 
But damn, man, when you have the goat, it covers up for a lot of uh, other issues. Yeah, but you know what? How? But the, but the but the Patriots and they still continue to do it. They wrote the book on. They don't care one iota about high draft picks. They could care less. Yeah. They take their draft picks and they trade for proven players. And that's why the machine has been so consistent. And, you know, you say they won 10 games. You know, Mac Jones is still evolving. But the fact of the matter is they won 10 games. They won 10 games. They finished one game out of first place. They were one game away from the playoffs, and they're still rebuilding. Mm -hmm. You know, so Belichick, you know, say what you want to say about him. Whatever. You know, I, I've, and I've said this on record many times. It just blows me away that when you consider that the NFL is a copycat league, more teams have not followed suit in terms of what New England has done to make themselves relevant year in and year out. A bad year for New England would be a great year for a lot of franchises oh, in the NFL. For sure. You know, yeah. there are a lot of franchises that would take 10 wins on a silver platter if they could get it, you know. And these are teams that continue to struggle and spin the wheel and can't figure out why they can't get better and why they're so perennial losers. And, you know, you look at what the Rams did. The Rams followed their blueprint to a T. You know, you give up. You, you go and get a Matthew Stafford who basically had been floundering in, in you know, put up decent numbers, but floundering um, in Detroit. You give up your first round player, Jared Goff, two first round draft picks and a third round pick to get Matthew Stafford. And people are like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then you look at what they do beyond that. They go out and they trade for yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. They go get Odell Beckham. They go get Von Miller. They just keep going to get these. That's exactly what the Patriots did for decades. Right, right. And they made it work. You know, they fell short last year. They bowed out to Green Bay last year, and they come back even stronger this year, and it, and it works for them, you know. Mm -hmm. How about so the blueprint of Ruben? Yeah. Waddle, yeah. They did Waddle at the end of the season. He just plays in the playoffs. He's out there playing pickup basketball. That's how he stayed in shape. Oh, Weddle. Yeah, Weddle. Weddle, yeah. yeah. Weddle, yeah. And, and, and Weddle, he, he – he, he, Starts the Super Bowl. That was amazing, right? It plays it amazing. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's amazing. And this year they go and get Bobby Wagner to put in the middle of yeah. that defense. The defense is already nasty. You go get I Bobby Wagner. That's where like, Sneed really deserves credit. Like he really said, you know what? I, I know what the traditional way to go about. Everybody will tell you draft. You know, I don't care. I'm going another way. Like I exactly. think it's guts. It really yeah. does. It takes you know a lot what? of guts. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Um I like to say that my draft, I mean, my um, my class of, uh, you know, guys from, from college really got things going in the right direction. But Snyder, Coach Snyder went and and just just ripped all the junior college players he could that could ball so they could have success early. He took yeah. everybody from junior college instead of getting their homegrown Kansas guys and who, you know, you're not going to find any diamonds in the rough in Kansas, man. I'm just letting you know. There's not a lot of athletes in Kansas. I mean, they're still playing basketball players. Maybe not. Right, football. right, right. They got eight man football in Kansas. So there's not a lot of, you know, talent right, in Kansas. Right, right. But he went to Juco's. He went to Blaine. He went to, uh, you know, Garden City. All these junior colleges, junior colleges in, in, in California, and brought all these players in. And that's why we were able to compete so early from being the doormats of the Big 8 conference. Back then it was a Big 8 conference. How bad were they when you went there, Barrett? Were they all, were you guys when awful? I, when I first got there, they hadn't won a they won one game in the past 5 years. Oh my one god. One game. They were ranked 106 out of 109 Division 1 schools. I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, oh man, god. it was so bad, man. I mean, it, you talking about the Vets turf was bad? No. The the turf I played on was like concrete. 
Really? It wasn't even like a rug. It was like concrete until that next year they came in and redid everything. Okay. So, I mean, that that works. I mean, you go out and, I mean, and that's what, that's, that's, that's kind of what, how we did to win the Super Bowl. It, it, it's a proven product. Mm. You go out and get guys the highest in free agency, make them play on prove-it deals. They do, and you still sign them. Yep. It worked for the first, you know, couple years, you know, got them very competitive. They're going forward, you know, now they're changing their philosophy. Now they're drafting. You know, he's 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 inept at, 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 at first with trying to draft, man. I, I still can't get uh, the kid from um, uh, Danny Pump, uh, Pumphreys, Danielle Pumphreys. I, Daniel I still Pumphrey, can't get him, yeah. out. I can't I can't get him out of my mind. I, mean, I can't you know, either. Other than that, you know, and the firemen, but other than that, man, going forward, you know, I, I've seen him adapt. I've seen him go out there and draft SEC guys. Yeah, I've seen him go out there and 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 you know, pound the pavement and and change his philosophies to help his team win. Uh, exactly, and that's very key. I'm glad you brought that up because it, you know there are a lot of guys who get set in their ways, get stubborn. This is the way I do it, you know. And I think he learned. I think he learned from his mistakes. And and it, you know, we saw it. On a number of different fronts, what you hope here's what you hope. It, it's really hard in that league unless you have Tom Brady or some elite quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, whatever. We could run through. We know all the names to to can just stay on that sort of even keel, or you taking it up where you don't drop. With the Eagles, there's been some real highs, then you drop. But to their credit, it's only one year. They always bounce back. I mean, there's not a prolonged you know, fall off a cliff kind of thing for the Eagles. And that's a lot of that can be attributed to Howie. He's aggressive when they have a down year and, and they, and he figures out ways to get it done. You see that there's deal brought up an interesting point. The Ravens do a phenomenal job drafting and putting rosters together. They do, but that mm-hmm. was basically under Ozzie Newsom. You know, Eric DaCosta yep. still has, has the proving ground a little bit. Now that's nothing against him, but he, I don't think he deserves yet to be ranked in the top eight because he's got to continue to build that resume. Um, you learn from the best of the best because Ozzy Newsom was second to none when it came to drafting Incredible. and building a roster. I mean, you know, but his protege now, DeGosta, he's got to do his own thing. So it's going to take him another year or two. I mean, to, to, to see how just how good and how consistent he is. Mm-hmm. No, I you listen, know. I agree. And Ozzy was sort of the standard of this thing. Of, oh, my of, goodness. Of how you go about this. And his tree – you know, it's guys like Joe Douglas and Andy Weidel. And right, you're yep, seeing those right. guys all over the place now, um, the people that came from his system. So, yeah, there's no question. Ozzy, I, I, I don't know about you guys. I feel like this is going to be a bounce back year for the Ravens. Like, I think they come it is. I do, too. I, I agree 100%. They are the most run-heavy team in all of pro football. They're going to get all the weapons back and cross your fingers. Hopefully those weapons stay healthy. Um, I think if all the weapons are back and they stay healthy, Ravens, the Ravens are the cream of the crop in their division. Let's look no, at that. I was, just that. Looking at, I was looking at, I was just, I'm sorry, guys. I'm no, go ahead, Barry. Yeah. I'm just looking at uh, guys that Jonathan, uh, that um, Ozzy Newsom brought in. Uh, okay. yeah. I mean, look, look yeah. at the top 10, the top 10. Uh, Ray Lewis, Hall of Famer. Jonathan Ogger, Hall of Famer. Ed Reed, Hall of Famer. Marshall uh, Yonder, he probably yep. will be a Hall he of Famer. He will be. Yep. Terrell Suggs, Hall of Famer. Yep. He did get Ray Rice. Haloti yep. uh, Nada, great mm-hmm. player for him. Yep. Uh, Adelius uh, Thomas, he was a good one. Yep. Joe Flacco. Yeah. Jamal Won a Super Bowl Lewis. with him. Yeah. yeah. 
Chris McAllister, Todd yeah. Heap, yep. Peter Bowler, Jamie Sharper. Yep. I mean, the list goes on and on of That's all right. the people that he That's consistency, in. man. That is year after year talent recognition. That yeah. is unbelievable, the type of players that he's brought in. And, and the continuity, like we always talk about it with the Steelers, with, with you know, Tomlin and whatnot, but Harbaugh's been there a long time, man. Like 15 time. years. 15 yeah. years, yeah. I mean, you don't see that in this league. No, no. There's only there's only two kind of coaches that had that longevity, and one of them just retired, Sean Payton, and, and you know, and John Harbaugh, and let's see who I believe. Oh, Mike Tomlin of 15 years in Pittsburgh. You know, uh, that says a Andy, lot about not Andy, just the coach, you know, it, it, Andy. Yeah, two you know, spots, 14 yeah. years in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, but that says a lot about the continuity from top to bottom in the organization, not just the coach, but top to bottom of the organization, the consistency. They don't panic. You look at how many teams panic and they turn over front office personnel every two to three years. You know, you look at a team like the Cleveland Browns. They've had like 30 starting quarterbacks since the year 1999. Oh, 30 different starting quarterbacks since 1999. It's crazy. Well, hey, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you about, um, like, I was just looking at um, how the Ravens drafted this year. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton. I love yeah. their draft, but go ahead. Yep. Yeah. I do too. You know, the best safety, they say the best safety in the draft. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum, he's supposed to be the number one center in the draft. David Ojabo, if he hadn't blew his Achilles out, he'd have probably been a top Michigan pick. kid. Yeah, defensive yep. end. Linebacker, defensive end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just those guys alone, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, are unbelievable. Daniel Flaley, that's the guy that's like six foot eight, 390 pounds. Uh, the big kid from Minnesota. Oh, gee. Oh, my God. Yeah. First of all. Him. He's gigantic. He, he's he's he is like Jordan Davis esque, right. even bigger. <laughs> if you if you get a chance, go back and look at Minnesota, the Gophers. I'm talking about. Look yeah, the at their Gophers, offensive yeah. line last year. I, I mean, even by NFL standards, these guys were gigantic, like mm-hmm. across the board, huge. Ah, yep. oh, so, they they know how to draft, man. They know how to mm-hmm. draft there, and and the big thing, you know, Harbaugh knows how to get those guys and put those guys that's in the right, right predicament. Right. I mean, yeah, even tight. Right. Look at Charlie uh, Kolar. Tight end from Iowa State. You're gonna hear his name, bro, because he was good. He was really good at Iowa State. That's a good program, by the way. Oh yes, yes. I mean, running backs, oh, yeah. tight ends. Yeah, yep. they got a lot of players coming from there now. No doubt. Um, all right, let me hit you with this, guys. Just kind of you, you spurred the thought in my head. Isaiah Likely. I didn't know they got Isaiah Likely also. The yeah, uh, he, tight end from Carolina. Huge Coastal draft. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. So the teams. Let Let me hit you with this. Teams that were under 500. Or or five hundred that we expect a a big season from. Okay. Wow. Great. Great. Uh, I'm going to run this past. Well, Let, well when you say five hundred, do you mean nine and eight? Because you can't. Yeah. Really I'll, let's go. Not, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You can't be five hundred anymore. Yeah. My. Okay. So I'll go. I'll go. Uh, worst case, nine and eight was your was your okay. Okay. Um. See, I don't feel like I. I'll throw the Dolphins in there, but I I don't know. Um. Tell me if you expect playoffs from them. Let's go Dolphins. Only if Bridgewater's quarterbacking. Okay. Barry, I'm not I'm not a Tua fan. If two if two is quarterbacking, I'll say no. All right. I'm gonna say no. Uh Jets. No. No. But not they'll no, be better. No. They'll be better. Not no, no but hell. better. Okay. No, I agree with that. I, I think they're not a four win yeah. team. I think they're a seven win team. I think I think we're finally games. seeing Joe Douglas. The 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 the, uh, the building blueprint of Joe Douglas. Those three first round draft picks he had this year, all three should be starters. Yep. Oh, I, I loved their draft. Okay. Their draft was incredible. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, look, Cleveland's almost unfair to ask because we just don't know. So, I mean, they were eight and nine last. I, I think it depends on how much Watson plays. Yeah, I put put an I put an asterisk next to that. Yeah, I would too. But they did they did um have some good news. Cleveland got some good news. They said they should have a ruling by the twenty seventh. Okay. Okay. So yeah. uh, what is the eight, nine more days? Uh, all right. So we'll know that pretty soon. Um, Baltimore, I think the, the reason we're talking about, I, I, don't, I don't think there's yep. any question if they stay healthy, yep. they're Absolutely. way better than an eight and nine team. Absolutely. Uh, but hold on. But in the same direction, the Steelers, even though they're nine to seven, this will be Tomlin's first year. Yep. Without it. will be 500. Okay. You think I, so? I, 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 yeah. I, I just, I don't like either of their options, man, at quarterback. I just it, don't. I, I just go back to the fact that uh, a few years ago when they lost Tom, um, Roethlisberger for the season, look at who they had quarterback in their team. Oh. And they still found a way to finish 500. Yeah. I mean, sucks, M- Mike Tomlin gets his boys to play. Yeah, I love does. their defense. He lo- he gets them to play. Yeah. And I just think, I just think Tomlin's going to find a way to finish nine and eight again, somehow, yeah. some way. I just don't. I don't love the other side of the ball. I love their. Defense. I don't either. Um, I, hear, I hear you, Mike. You know, Tavern Mike. I hear you. Never count. Don't. Never he's count right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, he's telling the truth. That's fair. But I think this may be the first year, I mean, just because offensively, their offensive line is just average, average. And when you have a quarterback that's learning the system, both quarterbacks are learning the system kind of right now at the same time. Yeah, it's going to be hard for that offense to do anything or come through and and, and, and really be productive. You know, it's just okay. going to be really hard. All right, fair enough. Um, let's jump. Uh, let's jump to the AFC South. Okay, Houston. Uh, uh-uh. uh, sorry. Yeah, they uh, may not get four games. This no, year. you're right. We, we might look back at Cully <laughs> getting four wins and, and give him Coach of the Year. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're my favorites to have the first pick in the draft next year. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Doug, Dougie P in Jacksonville. Remember, they were three and fourteen guys. Yeah. Um, I think they're going up, but they're not a playoff yeah. team. Better, yeah. better, but not a playoff team yet. Yeah, I okay. mean, round six, seven wins yeah. would be right, good for right, them. Right. A step in the right direction. With yep. only 10 losses, it'd be a step in the right yeah. direction. You double that win total, you'll take that. Right. Um, right. Uh, Denver. Denver, I think, without question with yes. Russell Wilson in there. The problem is yes. they're in that killer division, man. Yes. That's the problem. But they're going to uh, – they're at least a 500 – they're a 9-8 and eight team at least. Absolutely. With, with. That you defense and Russell Wilson, man – you know that they're, they're the the quarterbacks in that division are ranked like in the top nine uh, of quarterbacks in the NFL this year. Yeah, All four insane. quarterbacks is ridiculous. I can I don't remember a division being that loaded. Of I don't either. Ever. I don't no. either. Ever. No. No. And all it's, of them have good defenses. Yes. 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 The worst defense out of the bunch are are, are the Chargers. And that's Absolutely. still pretty darn good. And you got um, Bosa and Mac and Mac the get, Yeah. Oh. Yep. Nasty. And Derwin James back there in the Derwin second James, game. Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. So then Murray let's jump. linebacker. Yep. Yeah. They're, oh, man. Murray um, was one of my favorite players coming out of the draft. He was he was nasty yeah. in college, man. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's go. Uh, I want to hold the NFC East. Let's go to the West. Seattle 7-10. and 10, I don't think so, nope. man. I think they're going to be worse. Yes. I agree. I agree. Uh, they're going to be way worse. I think they may win four or five games this year. I mean, they got Locke playing starting quarterback Locke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I, I don't like anything about – they just feel like it's – they, they should have moved on from Carroll. I don't know. Yeah. All right, yep. so let's uh, let's jump to the uh, – let's jump to the south. I'll, I'll start with Carolina. Carolina went 5-12 and 12 this year. Now, I'm not saying this like I think Baker Mayfield is, is, is a god. 
but I don't think they're going to be, I think they're going to be an improved team. Like I think they're in the eight win range. It's not going to be enough to, for Matt rule, but I think that's what they're going to be, especially if McCaffrey stays healthy. I think they're an eight win team. I'm going to go, I'm going to go six, seven. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm still not, I'm still not really on board with that defense being a dominant defense. I just can't see it. All right. How about you guys? I think, I think Carolina is going to be a more competitive team. I think they're going to give Tampa Bay and the Saints fits. I think they'll win more than five games, but I don't see them as a playoff game, which means Matt Rule could be uh, yeah, sending out a resume after this season. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I, I think he. I think he probably jumped back to the college game, and I think a college team would yeah. be smart to grab him. Absolutely, very really smart to grab him. Yeah, and not just happens. any college. Big time program is going to come oh, after him for sure, no doubt. All right, uh, Atlanta. I, I'm not. I think they're worse than seven and ten. Uh, I'm not I'm banking on Marcus Mariota. I don't think so. Yeah, that's no. going the wrong way they, there. They right. had a shot if they had kept, you know, Matty Ice, but not yeah. now. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Detroit. We've talked about them quite a bit. The Eagles get them week one. Uh they were three and thirteen last year despite some really close games. I I think you could see them win six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're going up. They'll go up, but they'll finish third in the division again. You know, six or seven wins. Uh, last year they were last in the division. I think they'll finish just ahead of the Bears this year. Which leads you us into the Bears. a couple kneecaps off. <laughs> yeah, you'll be you won't be hungry. You'll be satisfied with your kneecap eating that you, right. that you did. Um, <laughs> uh, Bears. I think we're all in agreement, right? They'd be worse. They'll be worse. They might. They might. Well, I don't know because they got a new head coach. Right. Right. Um, he's gonna bring a new. They still suck, though. I don't right? think they've yeah. done Justin Field any favors, man. No. I, I don't no. even a little bit see it. I don't know. Not Cal- knowing much about this coach, I don't know. He could be a quarterback coach and bring out the best in Justin Field. Could be. Does that equate to more wins? Because the Bears roster is not that bad. It's decent, but not that bad. Um, you know, uh, Justin Fields made Eberflus? No, Eberflus. Yeah, Eberflus, yeah. Eberflus, yeah. Eber- Eberflus, yeah. You know, and I don't know much about him. I don't know what his, his resume is in terms of dealing with young quarterbacks. Right, uh, right, right. But you know they may they may win six games again this year. But I oh, just yeah. think Detroit will finish again at least a game ahead of them. Okay. All right. Let's jump to the East now. So you had two teams in the East that were. Wait, you under- didn't say the Vikings. I'm surprised oh. you to bring up the Vikings. Well, you're right. They were eight nine. That's my bad. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, let's go Vikings. I think Vikings could very well win ten games. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they Vikings, win 10 Vikings games. could win eleven games. You know, you look at the way they stack their defense. You know. Um, you know, they often they have the offensive weapons and running back, offensive line, wide no, wide receivers, tight end. They have everything you need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so just that uh jump yeah, it, it just just depends on what Kirk Cousins does. Kirk, like I said, Kirk Cousins puts up these gaudy numbers every year, but he also makes mistakes in big situations. You know, so it's all it's all on Kirk Cousins this year. I think I, Minnesota wins 10, 11 games. I, I think they're also gonna be sort of like and, and look, this guy was a good coach for a long time. He was solid. But I think they feel like they're going to be freed from Zimmer, and yep. they got an offensive mind in there. Yeah. Someone who's a little bit more, you know, kind of for the modern game. Zimmer like to just pound it, which is fine. I mean, you have Dalvin yeah. Cook and all that. But man, when you have Justin Jefferson and Thielen yeah. and that crew, yep, woo, yep. And Kevin know. O'Connell, the the new head coach, he wants to throw more. Yeah, you know, so it's, that's going to open yeah. up the run. I'm yeah, telling man. you. Oh, you're I'm right. Telling you. And they you and know. they're good defensively. Minnesota's dangerous. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Minnesota's to keep your eye on Minnesota. Yeah, line, right. I love their trio of linebackers. Yes, hundred yep, percent. Uh, All right, so two teams in the East under five hundred. That would be the Giants, who were four and thirteen, and Washington. Let's start with the Giants. 
Maybe they win a game or two more, but I'm not liking yeah. Daniel Jones even no, a little. No, with with Debo in there, um, six games. You know, he's got he's got a he's got to crawl before he walks. He's got to weed out what he needs and what he doesn't what he doesn't have right now. Mm-hmm. So his first year is going to be uh, the kind of a, a a blind journey for him because he's got a job too, right? <laughs> yeah, he's got it to is. evaluate is 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 Daniel Jones a quarterback I can work with? If not, you people need to get me a quarterback ASAP. And and yeah. what is Saquon? Does Saquon yeah. bounce yeah. back? Is he kind of? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a major piece for them, man, how, how what that looks like. Because I don't love the receivers too much, but uh, anyway. See, I like the receivers. I just think – I like their group of receivers. You know, when Derek when Slayton is like your number four receiver, I like their, their group. Yeah. But it's just that you don't have a guy that can consistently get them the ball. If you had a quarterback that could get those four receivers the ball, yeah, I think at least their passing game would be dangerous, no question about it. Now, they did off, upgrade the offensive line a little bit. Now, mm-hmm. is it good enough – to, to, to protect Daniel Jones to yes. where he can get the ball in the hands of his playmakers. Yeah, that's that's the big question. tackle in the draft. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. They, well, they address needs. That's for sure. They address um, big needs. Let me ask you this, though. I guess they're saying the same thing about this team because, you know, can Daniel Jones get it to the receivers? I mean, you got Shepard, you got Tony, you got Galladay. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm talking about. They got some weapons, man. Yes. And, and, I don't know, man. You know, they went in Washington, got Ricky Seals Jones tied in. He's very underwhelming. Um, I don't know, man. I, I still don't see them as being uh, anything better than they were. I, I still think they're gonna be a five or six win team. The I just Jets, hope the, the Eagles Giants. don't. Yeah, I hope yeah. the Eagles don't split with them again. I'm yeah. tired of splitting with. It's the always there's always the games are always ugly and, and right, like, right. It's yeah. never yeah. Uh, you know it's just the NFC East. It's just kind of the way it is. See, Debo comes from an offense that's that's a very creative, free flowing offense like Kansas City. They'll do, they'll run gadget plays. They'll do all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. what kind of offense will the Giants be running this year? That's right. a huge question mark. Yeah, he might have to really tamper it down as much as it, he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, might have to scale you know. it down because he just doesn't have that guy. You, I mean, you think you go from. Uh, Josh Allen to Daniel Jones, man. Yeah, well, he's yeah. a quarterback whisperer, so maybe he whispers something to Daniel Jones. Yeah, to something he had. I mean, he I has mean, some wills. We may, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, we and may see him run more. Yeah, he's right. he is at like the, the the misnomer is he's not athletic. He's athletic. I just don't think he throws well enough. That's exactly. Right. Um. Anyway, uh, last one, Washington. They were under five hundred. We know this sort of feels like every discussion we have about the Eagles with Hurts, but there's a lot of talent there, man. It's a matter yeah. of Wentz. Mm-hmm. Ron Rivera's on a hot seat down there. Um, that that organization is under fire for a lot of embarrassing things off the field, but the talent is there. Carson Wentz, and I've said this a number of times, Carson Wentz has to be a man on a mission because of how he has been called out in the last year. He has to be a man on a by who. It's no, you, no, no, no. By the coach, what you said, Darren. No, by the coach front office. The coach front <laughs> the office owner, came oh, out no, blasted. The owner did. Yeah, the, the owner. PM. You know, that's crazy. That's, that's the weirdest. That is the weirdest approach I've ever seen a team take with the guy you're trying to trade ever. Exactly. Right. I've never heard that before. Usually, no. you just say all the right things and move on. We wish you just end every statement with "We wish him well." Right. You know, no, no, not in this case. It just didn't work out here. We wish him all the best. You know, yeah, no, they not, never not said they like, no, 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 no. 
you guys take this head case. <laughs> yeah, they took they took it, they threw him under an eighteen wheel and backed it up. That's I'm gonna say did. I'm gonna say they're they're around eight and nine until until uh, Wentz yeah. proves me otherwise. I'm yep. not buying yep. it until he proves me otherwise. Well, yeah. Wentz is the you know it, it's he's he's the underlier in this, you know. But I just see I just see there's just too much turmoil and everything to to, to really to really allow him to flourish. You know, everything has to be hunky dory with him. You know, what I'm oh saying? yeah. It has to be perfect, you know, tiptoeing through the tulips. Yep. That's yeah, what it has to be for him in order for him to be a consistent player. He doesn't bold well when he has yeah. to go oh. against adversity and Ron, the front Ron, office is messing up. Or Ron, in game, Barrett. You know, Ron, he's Ron, Revere's not, yeah. you know. Ron Revere's not a babysitter. Right. I'll tell you that right now. He's going to get yeah. in his face. He's not going to hold his hand. He, yeah. Derek, great point. He won't have a lot of tolerance for this stuff. No, no. Not. No, I agree. No, I mean, you look at Washington, you look at their roster. I like the defense. I like the trio of wide receivers. I like their running backs. The offensive line is suspect. Losing Mm -hmm. Brandon Scherf was huge. That's a big loss, man. But so the offensive line is the big question mark with this Washington team, but they have everything else they need to be competitive. Agreed. Agreed. It was fun. Good stuff there. Uh, Running around the league a little bit. We come back, we'll talk a little Sixers because you're going to want to hear some of this stuff that James Harden had to say to Yahoo Sports regarding the offseason, his money, you know, where things are headed, et cetera. We'll get into all that. And do we owe him an apology? We'll get into all that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let me tell you about Razor Technology because Razor Technology's comprehensive managed service provider solution delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data-vetted and insight-driven implementation, we strengthen your existing IT resources with both human power and expertise that reduces security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. Razor Technology helps growing organizations adapt to hybrid environments with industry-leading digital tools and insightful guidance that promotes efficiency and workplace satisfaction. You can learn a lot more. Look, the, I know, you know, with a lot of people, with startups, people working from home, you know, people starting up their own businesses, there's a lot of confusion out there on what the best model is to take. Razor Technology is there to help you. You can learn more by calling them at 866-797-3282. That's 866-797-3282. Or visit us online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Action News. We cherish every moment, and it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams 
deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. All right, we're back. Happy, happy Monday, everybody. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. You guys have never heard of Underlier before? An underlying, like, a, a underlying company? Underlier means if he was able to step up, he wouldn't be under anymore. He'd be out, and he'd be a better quarterback. Underlier, that's what it is. Look it up. It's not a new word. Look it what? up. But what happened? I don't Corey, know. What was it? Corey is uh, saying he doesn't know what outlier is. Look it up. Look it up. Look up the definition. You'll see it. Look at, look right. at Barrett jumping in and defending himself. I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, okay. I got you. I got we got you back, man. I hear you. Um uh, all right. So let's let's talk a little Sixers here, guys. And Glenn McNeil is gonna be joining us at the top of the hour. We'll run the gamut from Philly Sixers, Eagles, Flyers, Sixers. But uh fascinating stuff here from Yahoo Sports and Chris Haynes. Chris Haynes also does um sideline stuff for TNT, so you've probably seen him. Uh, but he writes for the NBA. Um, for Yahoo Sports. And he did a sit-down. James Harden's uh, promoting his new wine collection, the J. Harden Wine Collection. So, Xander, the first one I'm going to need is um, is Harden on you know, taking less money, essentially, just, just leaving the ball in Daryl Morey's court. So I thought this was interesting. <clears throat> he said, quote, I told Daryl Morey to improve the roster, sign who we needed to sign, and give me whatever is left over. That is how bad I want to win. So let, let's start with that, and we'll get to some of the other stuff that he had to say, guys. But let's begin with that one. I, I'll be the first one. Like, my hand is raised, okay? Guilty. I 100% thought he was going to opt in, take the $47 million. He knew he was buddies with, with Daryl Morey. Morey was going to extend him and give him probably upwards of, you know, 90 to $100 million on top of it. That's how I saw this thing playing out. Um, I never expected – Harden not to opt in to take, according to Chris Haynes, 15 million less than what he could probably have gotten. 
um, and do it. And, and basically it's going to be a one in one deal. So it's a, it's a team deal for the first year. The second year is going to be a player option where he could walk. Now there is a side of this that Harden is gambling on himself. He kills it this year. He opts out and he can go get paid again, but it's, I don't care. Forget that. He has every right to do that. Uh, he is taking one for the team here. I, I say kudos to you, sir. I give you major props for this. So where, where are you guys on this? I, I second everything. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. I second everything that you say, Rob. Um, I was one of those that felt that in this day and age of players getting everything they can while they can, you know, me first and you second. I applaud James Harden for the the approaches he's taking, realizing this is money he may never recoup in his career. But as he said, I, he said, I want to be able to compete for a championship at this stage of my career. I want to compete for a championship. That's more important to him than anything else that he's done up to this point. And so kudos to him for taking that approach and telling Daryl Morey, go get whatever you need to make us better, to make us as good as the Austin's and the Milwaukee's so that we have a fair shot in the Golden States or in the Phoenixes to make us as good as we can possibly be so that we can be one of those relevant teams and not a team that's consistently bowing out in the first and second round. You know, I've, I've scored all my points. I've made a lot of money. I want to be able to be able to host that, hoist that trophy at least once in my career before it's all said and done. So I'm with you, Rob. I, you know, I, I give a lot of props to James Harden for the approach he's taking looking for, moving forward for this season. Back. I, I love it, man, because first of all, he's taking the back seat, allowing them to go out, and if they can, get a, more for this team. That's number one. But in him saying that, he's he's definitely seeing that he also has to go out there and be a dominant force also. So that means maybe in the playoffs, he takes a more active role in becoming that force he is during the regular season. His major thing, you know what I'm saying, that I, I didn't like is in the playoffs, he played small. Maybe now he'll go in and, and, and think a lot more positively about being a leader more so than sitting back and letting others lead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he didn't show that he was a dominant player in the playoffs. He showed signs in the, during the regular season. But we all said it. He definitely played small in the playoffs. He did. I mean, it was yeah. – I'm not going to say it's, it was Ben Simmons, but it, he, there was – when you desperately needed him to – look at his field goal attempts in the in the fourth quarter, in an elimination game, in the third quarter. Now, I, I it's here's the hard thing to really – process about last year you know I know he wanted to come here but it is hard sometimes for guys to adjust we don't know exactly how healthy the hamstring was we don't know how good the fit was with the team that they had last year they give him a guy like Tucker who he's totally familiar with and comfortable with who he played with who knows how to play with him Uh, I think he and Embiid have a great relationship which we'll we'll get to that in a second Um, but like I think his his mental space is going to be really good for this year. He's in a place he wants to be with a GM who he's comfortable with, with a superstar who he's comfortable with, and with a, a quality starting role player in Tucker. And he really likes Maxi, by the way. He loves Maxi. Yeah. He thinks the kid yeah. is just all the stuff we talk about with Maxi. He loves him. So I think there's a lo- a good comfort fit with Harden here. Where I think he's looking at it like, look, everything else will take care of itself, man. I just want to win. Well, let me, you know, let me, um, 
when I'm, I'm looking at Daz deals, he said we need one more score and let Harden be a facilitator. That's you know, that's 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 when I look at it, we may need one more score because I yes, Maxi can be that guy. Um, Barrett, you're right, they do. I mean. Look, this stuff's all positive. I still don't think they're as good as Boston, Miami, or Milwaukee. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. But what score right would now. you bring in? I mean, would you're not getting you're not getting a premier score because you can't afford him. Yeah. But but you know you can get like I said you, you can't find a Seth Curry out there somebody to open up the wing. Right, right. Not but because you, you, can, you can't have a a ball dominant score. No, no, no. It's got to be a catch and shoot guy. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, a it, Redick type. I'm not saying you know obviously they, they, those guys don't grow on trees, but it's a Redick Seth Curry kind of guy who can come off a screen. Yeah. You know, quick catch and shoot kind of guy is what they need. Look, I think part of the reason why this isn't officially signed off, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, is. I think Maury's still trying to make a move, man. Like Harris is not guranteed to be yeah. here. So right, right. I, that's where you could get that guy. I mean, you brought in a Daniel House, you brought in a you know D'Angelo Melton. You know, that's a good starting point. You you brought you're bringing in that uh, the guy who was a G League MVP. I don't know much about him. I don't know what Queen, he brings to the table. Traveling yeah, Queen. He was yeah. the traveling Queen. So you're bringing in, we assume better depth, which is what we all agree you needed on this team. But you still need a mad bomber. You look at the teams. That got to the finals, Golden State, Boston, they have bombers. Phoenix has bombers. Milwaukee, when Chris Middleton's on the floor, they, bom- they got bombers. Yep. You know, you need another bomber on this team, you know, plain and simple. Um, and you don't have to spend, I don't think you have to spend top dollars to get one. You can you can be middle of the road. Now that James Harden has told you, I'll sit back and wait until you fill out this roster and they just give me what's left over, which you can afford. That's telling the organization now we got a little bit more. We got a little bit more monopoly money to play with now, right? You know, right. go out and find that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, do they do they do they have? A, I mean, is George Niang? Can he be that guy? Because he's, he's he's he can't do anything else. Why wouldn't he just be that guy? Can he consistently shoot threes? Um, spot up threes is. is I mean, that's what they brought him in for. Because he, I, I he, think he's he a good bench guy. Be I, I I don't I don't think you want to like I think he's. You don't want to expose him with more. I think I think a good he's a good 15, 18 minute per game guy, right, maybe right. 20. Uh any more than that, his lack of athleticism gets him in some trouble. Right, right. You I, know? I just I mean I, I just just like you said, like a, a Seth Curry man is, is maybe look, here's the thing. It, it, here, but here's where I, I I wouldn't totally discount Curry reunion. If, if I, who knows at this point? But if Durant gets traded, Kyrie moves to the Lakers. That happens, and and Brooklyn's basically saying like, uh, dude, let's just let's blow this thing to bits. Is it possible? You you could get him back, uh, maybe. He's got one year left on a very reasonable deal. That's why it might be tough. Brooklyn might just say, hey, hang on, this guy's that costing us an arm and a leg. He's the you know that we always talk about it. So the killer in that deal is I think you could have traded them Thibault. And you could have kept Curry. <laughs> right, yeah, right, I know right. it's coulda, shoulda, woulda. I know, yeah. but anyway, I, I like to I like to give myself torture. I like yeah, to do we, we were all on viable, uh, viable, viable. I know viable in the maxi. We can't trade. Bible no, we were all right. So let let's go there for a minute because he's still here. Okay, and yeah. we know he's got unbelievable, you know, defensive IQ and athleticism on that end. But and he kills the playoffs. You. 
No, he didn't. You're right, Barrett. He didn't. He didn't at all. Um, and But he kills you on the other end. He murders you on the other end. Can he get serviceable enough with corner threes or whatever where he's he's that guy to at least provide enough? I, I tend to doubt it when it comes to Thibel offensively. I don't know, man. Uh, I, that's why we got better uh, men. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but at least I, <laughs> this reaction. At least the reaction from both yeah. of you guys when I ask the question is <laughs> answers my question. I think. But but at least Thibault's not afraid to take a shot. You know, Ben was. You know, it's the difference. You know, and Thibault. Yeah, one of those hot and cold players. You know, he'll he'll give you 13, 14 one night, and give you two or three the next night. You're not going to get consistency from him, but at least he can give you a night that you'll be talking about the next day as a contributor. I don't think you're ever going to see him score 30, 40 points a game, but, you know, so be it. You know, every team has those guys. If you give me 10, 12, 14 points, especially a few baskets at a crucial point in the game, I'll take that. And I yeah. think Thibault can provide that. Well, let me, right, let me give you two more quotes from Harden, B, real quick. Uh, first one, Xander will be on his relationship with Embiid and the communication with Embiid. Again, this is from the Yahoo Sports story from Chris Haynes. I like this. He said, "We I, I talk with Joe frequently. We have meetings about how we're going to go out and play, what we need to do to help our team win a championship. We're going to grow together and try to lead this team to the top. I believe we can do it together. I Look, I know this sounds corny and you're like, all right, whatever. You know, I like that these guys are talking during the offseason. I do too. You know, to me, that tells me that there's a want to get better. They, they understand that it wasn't good enough last year. And they're, they, uh, they know that the two of them, if they don't lead them, then it ain't happening. And I like that there's a, there's a responsibility taken by those two guys. So I give them both props for this. That's what leaders do. You know, you lead by example. And if they're meeting, everybody else has to fall into place. They are the big dogs on this team. You know, everybody else. I, you know, I hope it's not just them on a regular basis. I hope they're incorporating other players as well. Hey, look, we understand you're on summer vacation, but we're about our business here. You know, we, we were embarrassed this past season. You got to get on board with this thing. We, we want to take it to another whole level. So I hope, I hope their meetings are basically just the trigger point to incorporate a lot of guys in terms of zoom meetings and, and things like that. And impromptu get togethers, just like football players do, you know, quarterbacks and the receivers get together off season and throw out. It's the same way with these guys, you know, you know, start with talking and then, Hey, let's get together and work on some things on the court. Nobody has to see us or know what we're doing. We got courts all over America. We can meet away from Philadelphia and just just do some things. Yeah, and we well, saw we saw Maxie and Harden working with Sam Cassell, uh, yeah, you know, earlier. Yeah, yeah. No surprise there with Maxie. Um, all right, well, last what's, one. What's their infatuation with uh, Furkan and Korkmaz? What's their infatuation with? Yeah, I, I I think they just assume throw them into any deal, Barrett, for a sweetener. Like I don't think they're infatuated. I think they they're stuck. I think it's, he's he's the best option right now, but it's not good enough. Like I I really. I think they'd have no problem moving him in a trade. Okay. Yeah, I, I really do. All right, let me get the last one in here. And this was Harden on last year. And, and you know, a lot of people are giving him criticism for his play falling off, uh, you know, compared to where he was. Uh, and, again, this is from the Yahoo Sports uh, article from Chris Haynes, uh, who, 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 who did the story here. So he says, I wasn't right last season. I was still almost average to triple-double. Now, what he also went on to say was – you know, most people put up those numbers are getting max contracts and I'm, you know, taking a lot of heat. Yep. Now he's not wrong, right? I mean, his numbers at the end of the day were still pretty damn good, yeah. but 
let's if we're being totally real, we we saw him. There, there, he, he's lost a step, and that's okay. Older players do. He doesn't yeah. have the same explosion uh, that he once had, but that's okay. I mean, I think it. I, I think he is a prideful guy, and I think he is working hard and and does understand that this summer is a critical one at his age to work hard right. and get better. I do. I do. All right. Let's uh let's step aside here. Let's step aside. When we come back, we'll be joined by Glenn Macdowell. We will run the gamut with Glenn. We'll hit him with Phillies, Eagles, uh, Sixers. And Glenn had a, a broke a little news yesterday when I was on with him on WIP talking about a potential uh, new new arena for the Sixers. So we'll talk about that and of course the Flyers as well. So don't go anywhere. D Gun, B Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Back with Glenn. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Action News. We cherish every moment, and it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
All right, we're back. Hour number three. Thanks for hanging with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis, and we are joined now by the man that you can hear each and every Saturday yeah. on WIP at 10 a.m. Has been doing it. WIP, how many, Glenn, are we at 30 years yet at WIP? How long? What are we at? Almost. It, uh, it will be 29 years in December. So, wow. Uh, yeah, a year and a half away. That's wow. a good run, man. That is a good That's a great run. run. That's may may you be blessed with 30 more. No, I don't think so. But they haven't, they haven't, they haven't figured out that I'm a fraud yet, so I'll just Oh, come on, man. You don't want a 60-year 60, 60 run on the radio, Glenn? I mean, geez. Yeah, on, well, let me think. No, I'll be uh, I'll be a little aged for that. I think I'll... Um, well, we were Hopefully. just talking si- – well, I want to give you a little love because we were just talking Sixers, and I see a bunch of different people are, are discussing this today as well. Um, you, you, and you and I were on yesterday on WIP. You mentioned what you're hearing is the potential for a new Sixers arena, maybe, and you gave it a bunch of Navy Yard. You named some other places, but potentially downtown. So just talk a little bit about that, Glenn, for starters. Yeah, I've been talking to uh, some people who kind of know what's going on um, in terms of what the Sixers are thinking. Uh, they've never liked being a tenant of um comcast and of the flyers down at the wells fargo i understand that right they want their own building that's Mm -hmm. certainly something you would think and they've been moving toward it uh as you and i discussed yesterday rob josh harris is is not a a poor man he's uh he's got a couple bucks (laughs) and he sees the opportunity to build his empire and a new building would help him uh because not only would they not have to pay rent to anybody they'd be their own boss but in addition to that, they could have other events there and they can make money off of that. Mm-hmm. So the big question, there, there are tenants until 2031. That's their lease. Um, and they're going to move on it before then. They may make an announcement from what I hear soon, as in by the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. And they've looked at several locations, but it appears that what they really want to do is build a new, I'm talking multi-purpose, you know, with retail, uh, middle income housing, the whole thing unit or, or excuse me complex down um like in the fashion district like market wow between like ninth and 12th that whole area there uh wow. that's what they want to do i don't know what you guys think i'm not delighted wow. with that idea no that's would, would, wouldn't it be a parking nightmare though yes logistical oh, yeah. nightmare yeah. yeah yeah it would it would be a parking nightmare um obviously they'd have to build a lot of parking spaces but even so getting down there uh, yeah. You know, I drive downtown. I'm sure you guys drive downtown sometimes. Yeah. Games start at seven o'clock. You want to try to, you know, battle rush hour to be getting into the city? Um, no. I, I, I know their, the thought process is, hey, you know, we can get everybody to take public transportation, but as admirable a goal as that may be, this is not a town where people love to take public transportation. No, yeah. no, yeah. especially I, not I, at I, eleven I, o'clock I at night and there. stuff like that. No. Right. Yeah. That's the other like thing. I was saying, I was saying getting in, you have the issue yeah. of getting out and you're asking people yeah. uh, to get out of downtown. Listen, I go downtown and I'm, I'm happy to do so. I'll go downtown for dinner, go for a theater or something like that. But there are a lot of people who are skittish about going downtown. And I get that. And you're yeah. asking them now to be walking around at 1030 at night. Uh, some people may not want to do that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. But I thought it was, it again, you know, there's, it could be there, could be Navy Yard, which you know is interesting to me, is a little bit more intriguing to me, and you know who knows, a Camden and, and uh, someplace yeah. over in Camden was the third possibility. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. absolutely interesting. So, Glenn, I, I I love being able to kind of jump around a little bit. Let, let's get your thoughts 
uh, Phillies-wise, we're on before the game yesterday. They end up sweeping it. Nola was dealing. I mean, just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and they they finished strong, man. I thought they were in some trouble after that little tailspin with the end of St. Louis and Toronto. But to their credit, big bounce back. Yeah, it was a great bounce back. They had not swept uh, a series in Miami since the Marlins were the mm-hmm. Florida Marlins as opposed mm-hmm. to the Miami Marlins. It was 1991 or whatever. No, I'm sorry. That's not right. It's 2008. Uh, it, it was when ten. the Phillies were still those Phillies. Yeah, it was, it was 10. 10. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 2010, Wild. excuse me. Yeah, yeah, it was during their great run. Mm-hmm. So after you lose four in a row, two in St. Louis and the two in Toronto, you're in a battle for that third wild card spot. Mm-hmm. We can discuss how legitimate you think that is, but I'll mm-hmm. take after a decade of no playoffs, I'll take playoffs however I can get it. And just to see them rebound with great pitching in that series. And by the way, really good defense, which is something we don't get to say often mm-hmm. about them. Timely hitting. You go into the all-star break right in the midst of it. Hey, you know what? It'll be nice to have a baseball season in August and September. Hey, Glenn, when I look at this team, we hear so many people talking about they need this, they need that. You got to meet buyers. You got to do this. I've been on the frame of my just hold on. Reinforcements are coming. Hold on. You look at where you are right now. You're, 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 in, the, you're in the thick of the wild card race with Milwaukee, St. Louis, even, even San Diego. If you get your reinforcements in a few more weeks, you're back to where you want to be. Maybe you need a starting pitcher, but I don't think you need to do much to disrupt the chemistry of what you have right now. Uh, I do. Um, okay. I, I, th- <laughs> I definitely, you know, with, with the bad news about Eflin, um, they're probably going to need to get some kind of yep. starting pitcher. Yep. Um, you know, Rob, you and I yesterday uh, talked to, to Matt Galb of mm-hmm. The Athletic, and, and, and also your thought was they're not going to go out and get, a, get an ace, but – you know, you get your Joe Blanton of 2022. You get a guy who's a very capable fourth starter who can maybe make the difference of one or two games, which could be all the difference. And the other thing that I think they need is a center fielder who can run and catch the ball. They got five left fielder DH, you know, softball league (laughs) players out there that they rotate. Even when Harper comes back, the outfield defense is, is pretty atrocious. Yeah. Um, the guy I like, and I will give full credit to the person who put his name in my ear, Ricky Ricardo, the guy I like is Michael Taylor of the Kansas City Royals. Uh, I think Michael Taylor is he's not the greatest offensive player. He's capable. You bat him 7, 8, 9. He can steal a base, hit an occasional home run. But, boy, he can cover from left field all the sure. way through right field, and they need somebody who can fly. Let me Amen. ask you this. Do they um? Do you see them before the season's over? Or just go ahead and take that interim tag off, Rob Thompson. I don't. No, um, nah, because I don't think there's really any reason to. I mean, I know you know his, his wife would probably enjoy that, um, <laughs> but I don't think it makes any difference to the players. And I, listen, he's done a great job, but I just I have this. I don't know, ominous feeling of like, you know, you give him the job and then all of a sudden the, the floor, the floor falls out. Um, Philly state of mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's all working. Um, I guess the way Derek said, he's, he doesn't want to mess up the chemistry of the team. And I get that. Um, I don't want to, I just, I got no need to do that at the end of the year. You know, if they, if they finish well, they do well, he gets a three year, four year contract with some good money. And there you go. All right, Glenn, let's go birds. Eight days, eight days from training camp. 
We don't get to see the guys lugging in their flat screens anymore, unfortunately. It, that's all gone. Um, and the fans only get one shot at seeing these these guys, uh, unfortunately, with the open practice situation. Nonetheless, there is a real air of excitement and optimism here. But every sentence seems to end with Jalen Hurts. Um, it, it, it's okay if you end it with Jalen Hurts, too. But tell me where you are as we sit here getting really close now to this thing being real with this team. Okay. <laughs> Can I digress for one second, though? Please. Barrett, when you started, where were, where was training camp? When I started, it, it started out at Westchester. Mm-hmm. We were still at Westchester. It was like six and a half weeks of, of training camp. Mm-hmm. So right. we, we were in the pit. You remember the pit, man. It was, it, <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. It was the worst situation, you know, because it was it was inside a valley. It was it was hot. Yeah, and oh, steamy. I know. So, and when yeah, you finished, was it, was it Westchester the whole time you were there? Or did you? Yeah, after there? that, it was yeah. Westchester, yes. Okay, okay. Um, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It was um, it was Lehigh. Lehigh. Okay, One year at Westchester and, and three years at Lehigh. Okay. So, I I, I hated driving to Lehigh. Yes. Um, and I hated the heat. But, and, and you know, I mean, Derek can relate to this as yeah. much as anybody. I miss that opportunity to really see what's going on, and and the yeah. the reporters now, the fans certainly, but even the reporters now, you don't. You're so removed from it, and it's it's really a shame. It's really limited, and I and I and I missed that when you could really really cover it. Uh, okay, so what's my my uh, my thought about the, about the Eagles? All right, I know we'll talk about Jalen Hurts, but I'll I'll open not talking about Jalen Hurts. I'll open saying that this team has probably the best offensive line in football um, and depth mm-hmm. on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. That while the running backs are not spectacular, they certainly do the job. Adding uh, A.J. Brown to the wide receivers gives them um, a, a receiving core that's, that's terrific, you know, great, no problem, not none whatsoever. They put a lot of attention into the defense in the offseason. The draft went into the defense. They signed Hassan Reddick for the defense. They signed uh, Bradbury from New York. I, if, if I'm going to leave out the quarterback for now, I'll say the biggest question for me is Jonathan Gannon. And I don't mean that as a negative. I mean that as a, the guy had nothing to work with last year. Now he's got a lot to work with. We are told that everybody around the league loves this guy and he's great. I'm eager to find out. Mm. Me too. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. No no question about it. It's fascinating. You know, and the other thing is, what's weird, Glenn, we so hyper folk. Of course, we're focused on the quarterback, but we also we're always all over the head coach too. It seems like Sirianni falls to like second or third in a pecking order when we always talk about this team, right? It's Hertz, yeah. It's Gannon. It's so strange that that's what it Steichen. is. Steichen, yeah, yeah. Steichen will come up, or well, you know, whatever. And then Sirianni's kind of back <laughs> in the in the wilderness. Why do you think that is? Um, I think by the end of the year, people were really impressed by him. They started what they start two and five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then they, and then they really got it together and it was not coincidental that it was around the time he gave up the play calling. Uh, but I'm okay with that. I, you know, it, it, it worked, so that's fine. I think the, the players really like him. Um, he sometimes will be a little goofy, but I think he's a very <laughs> smart guy. I mean, you know, we, we've all seen, the occasional news conferences were like, what is with this guy? But <laughs> that's fine. That's great. Um, I don't want to say he answered all the questions last year because he was a rookie coach and there's a lot for him to prove. 
But I think he ended the season. Well, the loss in the playoffs was not ending the season on an up note. But by and large, he ended the season on an up note. Mm-hmm. So I A would competent say, note. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would say he's he's question number three for me. Okay, number mm-hmm. one is Gannon. Number two is Hertz. Number three is Sirianni, and you know we're focusing on the top two mostly. Yeah. Okay, so you sidestepped the topic a moment ago, and I'm going to bring it back to the forefront. <laughs> well, he dared me to sidestep. Derek's a bulldog. Yeah, uh, 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 He's a bulldog. I'm going br- to bring it back Blame to the me. forefront. I'll take the hit, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring it back to the forefront because okay. I love your opinions on so many different things. Jalen Hurts, where do you stand on him right now? Because he's such a polarizing figure in this city for somebody who still has so much to learn and so much so far to go but yeah. he is he is like that mason dixon line you either on his side or you're not there's no gray area with this guy well uh, can i be uh who was neutral during uh the civil war was there anything switzerland? I'll, be, I'll be switzerland ontario. <laughs> i'm ontario yeah you know, I'm, uh, you're jonesy all right i'm california all right um, i i i don't buy into those who say I've made up my mind. He's never going to be any good. I don't buy that. I think there's a lot of talent there. Uh, I don't think his arm strength is the problem that others do. I think his release time is the problem. Mm -hmm. I think his accuracy needs some work, but I don't think it's arm strength. Um, Obviously, the other players respect him as a leader. That's a good thing. Um, So I don't buy into, no, he'll never do it. I also think the people who declare that he's already proven he's going to be a top flight quarterback are doing that that just on on their own hope or their own loyalty right i mean there's no homerism basis. yeah yeah there's the, yeah homerism Fan, right. fandom yeah. yeah there's no reason to believe like i mean there's no reason i don't want to say there's, there's no reason to assert the guy's proven he has nothing to prove he's going to be a top no you don't know that I think ultimately he's going to be a second-round draft pick who proves to be somewhere between the 12th and 18th best quarterback in the NFL, which is extremely average, Mm -hmm. which is not ideal, which may not be enough for them. Um, However, teams have gotten to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl with average quarterbacks. Uh, I think that he he may have a Pro Bowl year or two in him. I don't think he's ever going to be you know name the top five quarterbacks in the league name the top five young quarterbacks in the league i don't think he's going to crack that list mm-hmm. all right let's uh okay. like i said uh, go ahead did you want to follow up on that derek no go ahead no, no. Uh, no i was gonna say i'd like to jump around with you i want to go flyers next because i no uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> save all the good news huh here uh, we go well i'm gonna i'm gonna end on a high note with the sixers with, with harden but and so Glenn, simply put, I'm trying to figure out exactly when the season ended, which was a horrendous season, and Chuck Fletcher and the Brain Trust got together, and they sat down and they said, all right, fellas, this is the game plan for this offseason. And what's taken place since then? What was the game plan, and if there was one? And what is, what would they, how would you answer that now if you're okay. stepping in the, in the shoes of Fletcher? Well, I think the first game plan was we got to get a coach who's going to move the needle. We got to get an exciting coach that that is competent and talented and that will excite the fans. And you know what? They did that. Mm-hmm. They got that done. Why did it take they so hired... long, though? Pardon me. Why did it take so long? Um, because I think they were looking at another possibility that didn't work out. Okay. 
Um, and when that didn't work out, they did this. And, and this is fine. I think this is good. I think he's going to be, if nothing else, the head coach is going to be exciting. You don't want the head coach to be the most exciting thing you got, but he'll, he'll provide copy for all of us. I think the plan after that was that they were hoping mm-hmm. that they could dump several really bad contracts that they had um, and try to work away under the salary cap. They have done a hideous job. You know when the Flyers stopped being good, which is when the NHL put in a salary cap. Under Ed yep. Snyder, they would spend mm-hmm. their way out of problems. And it's like, all right, well, you know what? Just add another $3 million for this guy. We'll just buy and, and they And they were able to do it. God bless Ed Snyder. Rest his soul. Um, they have screwed up the salary cap. The last three general managers, Holmgren, Hextall, and now this guy, Fletcher have screwed up the salary cap loyal. They have signed bad players to long contracts. It's the, it's the James Van Riemsdyk syndrome times five. And nobody wants these guys. I mean, Van Riemsdyk's the greatest example. Mm-hmm. They had to get rid of his contract. They couldn't do it. So they had no plan. Um, they made what I think is a foolish move to get um, the, the, the local kid, um, the defenseman. D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo, um, and gave him too much money, $10, 10 million for two years. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of questions about his character on the ice, off the ice, etc. I just, by and large, think you don't give up three draft picks and $10 million for the, that guy. I don't mm-hmm. see that. Um, and then they sign a guy who is <laughs> listed as the worst forward in the NHL by all stats and metrics over the last two years. Not like a bad one. <laughs> He's literally, and I don't, you know, hockey metrics are a little tricky. I don't buy all of them, but these ones don't lie. The worst forward in the NHL. And they gave him a four year deal. Four. There are four, four year deal. Okay. Um, and then when nobody wanted their other players, they're kind of stuck. And of course, you have the best, Johnny Gaudreau, who is maybe the best player ever to come out of this area, makes it clear he wants to come home. And it's like, eh, we can't do that. We're going to pass. It's, the, wasn't the even athlete. on their radar. He wasn't no. even on their radar. Right. Oh. And they, that you're exactly right. Derek, six months ago, they should have figured, okay, this is what's going to come. Let's try to do what we can do. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how they're going to sell 20 tickets next year. Um, this is a great hockey town with a terrific fan base that has been tested and tortured over the last five years with a horrible team. All they give them is a stupid mascot. And now um, all those people who have been so loyal for so many years, they're not going to come. And I don't blame them. Well, Glenn, that was our best. That was our face of our franchise for the past three years. Yes. So I'm glad we now have a coach that's going to be a face of the franchise. They're going to still shove Barrett. They're going to shove gritty at you every chance they get. (laughs) And, you know, Glenn, here's I just thought of this when you said it. Like, you know, Tortorella is like, get that thing away from me. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like Tommy Lasorda with the yeah. fanatic. Yeah. You know? They're going to yeah. say, hey, coach, yeah. we want to take some pictures before the season. We want to do a cute little commercial <laughs> where, like, you're instructing, and they think you're instructing the players, go get him, go get him. But then it's gritty. What do you think, coach? And he's going to say, get the hell away from me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Glenn, I like oh, how yeah. you worded it a few moments ago oh. when you said they needed a coach to move the needle. And whether you like him or not, Tortorella is going to move the needle. He can be abrasive. Uh, yeah. He can be a great teacher of the game. Was he the right yeah. person to take over this mess? 
Derek, I, I, I almost think it's irrelevant um, because okay. no, co- no coach is going to push this team into the second round of the playoffs. Right. So, you know, you could, you could say we're going to hire a young, exciting college coach, which <clears throat> failed when they tried that with Hackstall. You know, we could, th- this is an experienced winning NHL coach. Um, so it, it, does, it doesn't make a difference. Good for us, though. I'm telling you. I, oh, he's going to be great for us. See, but some, see here, and, and listen, as somebody who likes hockey, I grew up yeah. playing hockey. I've coached hockey. I'm a hockey guy. I, I miss the opportunity to talk hockey in WIP. Yeah. Tortorella will give us the occasional uh, intro into it. But see, here's what I said, Glenn. I said, Initially, this fan base has been so loyal and they're so frustrated right now. I said initially, they will come out out of curiosity to see what it looks like, you know, in person. Because they're already season ticket holders. You know, you can't give away all your tickets. So they're going to come out initially. They'll give them three weeks, maybe four weeks before they decide whether or not. And then maybe the numbers start to dwindle significantly in the stands in terms of people, I've seen enough of this. I don't want to see anymore. But I think initially the curiosity will be, I want to see this firsthand what we're looking at here. Well, they rely a lot on a season ticket uh, base, right? And not people buy all 41 games, but people buy 10-game packages, 12, sure. you know, whatever, 20-game packages. Derek, imagine being – and the, the, kid, the people who sell those, their sales force, they're mostly younger people, yep. right? So imagine you're, you know, the 25-year-old kid trying to work your way up and say, like, okay, <laughs> hey, Derek, here's, here's the list of uh, fans you have to call today to find out if they're retaining their season ticket. What do you think they're going to like, hi, this is Derek Hunt from the Flyers. Would you like to re-up your season tickets? Hello? I think that's going to go. Hello? You know, Hello? It, it, it goes one of two ways, right? The kid either never does that job again or he becomes like the greatest executive because he can handle anything. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of one of two ways. Let me ask you this, Glenn. I mean, long story long, which I think is going to be a short story when you give it to me. But um, <laughs> Sean Couturier, Lawton, uh, Provorov, Konechny, Carter Hart. I mean, is there enough of a nucleus right now to be a competitive team? Uh, no, not only is there not enough of a nucleus. Um, but Barrett, one of the things that really worries me is I think Carter Hart remains a promising young goalie who could be really good. But goalies get shell shocked. Um, you know what it's like? It's like the young quarterback who's got a who is it? David Carr. David Carr. Who, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the parallel I'll try to give you to 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 put it in a football term. He's going to face forty something plus shots a night and. You could ruin that kid's future. So not only is there not enough of a nucleus, but you you can destroy your best asset with the way they're going. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 tough because yeah, it's not pretty. I mean, and, and, and I saw him going to a shell the past two yeah. years from getting yelled yeah. at, and this guy's going to yell at him. Yeah, um, he's he's tougher on other players than he is on goalies, but he's tough on everybody. Yeah, no doubt. All right, lastly, Glenn, we were talking a lot about James Harden, James Harden before you came on and some of the things in the in the Yahoo Sports story where basically he said, look, I told Maury, do what you got to do. What's left, I'll take. Uh, you know, he's going to take a big uh, hit. Now, are you buying the, you know, he's just Mr. Team guy or is there a, is there a motive here somewhere that behind the curtain? 
What do you, you think is going on? I don't want to, I don't want to be cynical. Um, I don't. Um, so come on, come on, Glenn. But, but, but (laughs) no, there's not a, but there's not a, but, um, he's going to make how much? Probably, uh, like 32 instead of 47, 34. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think he's betting on himself that, you know, he'll, he'll rebound. I don't mean physically rebound. I mean, I mean, I don't mean literally rebound, but he will return to a level of play that will give him the opportunity to get a better contract, right? He's got an opt out after one year. I think he's betting on himself. And if he can help the team at the same time, I think he's, you know, happy to do that, that he wants to win, but he believes that he underperformed. He can get better and he'll, he's not going to have to buy the cheap scotch, Rob. No, no, I don't, I don't think he's in Clipper magazine right now. Glenn, trying to figure out how he's, you know, how he's eating tonight. (laughs) He's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I give him credit. Look, he could have opted in. He could have gouged them for as much as possible, you know? Yeah. I I appreciate what he did. And I mean, I don't, I don't think what they've done this off season yet really makes a whole lot of difference. I don't know where that's going to come from, but you know. Yeah. Um, I I need, I I, got, do you have a question? Go ahead, Derek. No, go ahead, Rob. Go go with your follow-up. Well, what this isn't so much a follow-up, but I need to get Glenn's take on, have you seen the Embiid dancing at the wedding? All right. All right. So I need it. Let's let's show it, okay? Oh, but I need okay. to get. I need you to break this down right. and walk us wait, through wait, this. As, wait, as the as the resident Jew, I'm going to evaluate. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now you give us the play by play of this. You, you can describe Jewish this better. Okay. Yeah, you can you can describe this better than any of us. Yeah, so you, I've been there. I've been all right. in that dance. All right. Sure. So you like I, I here's what before we play. Glenn, this is what I love about him. He is very childlike and, and you know spontaneous. He's it's not playful. a guy who's hot. Yeah, he's not hiding in a corner. Don't no, talk no, to he's, a, he's a playful guy. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, get, give us. Here we go. This is okay. All right, pull, go ahead, Xander. Wait, play. where's that hand going? I know. Let's. We'll just get, let's get past where the hand is for a minute. All right. Yeah. I just I love this man. I, it's tremendous. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say a few things about this. All right. First of all, I think I speak for every Sixers fan watching that saying, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. That's what Derek said. Derek You're said just afraid thing. somebody's going to step on his foot. Yes. And they yes. Ju- and they jumped on me for that. What if he had yes. fallen off the chair and, and re yes. the thumb and stuff? Okay. Yes. All right. I mean, I think we all had a little bit of that, but you know, he did okay. <laughs> so having been at, you know, hundreds of Jewish weddings and bar mitzvahs, uh, including my own and my kids and all of that, the highlight of every Jewish celebration is the Hora, which is a dance that starts with the circle and everybody dances around the circle. There's certain <clears throat> steps and kick steps and so on. And God bless him, man. He is right in there with all yeah. those people and having the time of the smile on his face as usual is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, the way the Hora and, and as the Hora progresses, um, either the bar mitzvah kid or the bride and the groom are hoisted up on chairs. I don't know how many people they had to find to carry. What is, I mean, thank you. Weigh, 300 pounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they had some strong men there carrying his chair and you, you put the, the bride and the groom up in the chair. They usually will hold like a, a handkerchief between the two of them. Right. Okay. And they, you don't want to, they don't want to lose contact. It's like, they stay with that. And you go up and down and up and down. They appeared to be on the same chair, which is not the way yeah. it's done. Yeah. 
they certainly appeared to be have a nice relationship between the two of them. I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, it was a that was a no was hand a checking, no hand checking. Yeah, that was no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no yes. hand checking at that moment. Yes, and um, uh, listen, I loved it. it. Yeah, it's great. Right in my wheelhouse, pal. It was perfect. It was. Hey, perfect. Glenn, I, it's, it's what I love about him. Yeah. Go ahead, there. Yeah. I, I got to ask you this: How, How's the beer industry going? Beer's going well. We um, uh, in summertime, people like to drink beer, which is nice. We have some. Uh, I'm. I'm. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to plug. Yeah. I'm one of the partners in the Conshohocken Brewing Company, locations in Conshohocken, King of Prussia, uh, uh, Phoenixville, Havertown, and Bridgeport, and um, our places. And you can buy us in all of your local stores. We have some great hazy IPAs for the summer. A couple of nice uh, sours and our ring the bell pilsner, big favorite at Phillies games. Thank I have I, I have been to the town tap in Havertown and it is killer, killer food, killer go. beer, Thanks. killer atmosphere. So there I you can, go. I can I've, been, I've been over in Conch Hawkins. Yep. There you go. Here's yep. the thing: people like beer. Yep. Shocking. <laughs> yes. What's what's the beverage of choice tonight? You, you're 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 good at uh, tweeting out like I'm having a whatever you know for for dinner or on the deck or whatever. What's uh you got something picked out for tonight? I, I think tonight is a um, I'm going to go with our MC5 uh, hazy IPA. It's about seven percent, which works real well for me. Uh, One sixteen ounce will do me well. I guess I'll watch it into the. Uh, I'm uh, uh, Derek. I, I got a uh, a pork tenderloin. I'm going to throw on the. In the there big you green go. Egg. There, there you go. I'm in your wheelhouse now. That's Love right. that big green egg. Uh, and I'll uh, I'll do that right into the home run derby. Perfect. So that's a fine so, night. So, so Glenn, are you one of these like hands-on type owners, or do you get back, stand back, and let people do their job? Oh, they don't do let like me. No, I mean, understand. I own. Uh, hold on that percent of it right so my involvement is my involvement is occasionally they let me name a beer okay uh, they've allowed me to put a couple things on the menu uh, i'll take credit for the cheese curds which is which is a big seller they have the prof burger which is yep. a hamburger i designed uh and i put together partnerships and I'll, I'll i'll say this we have a a charity partnership with a pair of local sports legends that's going to occur in the fall Nice. Uh, we did one with Mark Zumoff last year that worked out really well. And we have another partnership that we'll be announcing soon with uh, with two icons in local sports and uh, all for a very good charity. Nice. Good. Okay. That's, that's, all, that's, that's awesome. the work that that's, I get to do awesome. that work. And, that's, and that's rewarding work for me. Awesome. All yeah. right, Glenn. So we look forward to it Saturday, 10 a.m. And, of course, Sunday as well on WIP, uh, a staple, a must listen. So we appreciate a couple minutes uh, today, Glenn. Thanks, man. Thanks. Hey, Thank nice you, to see all you guys. Everybody Likewise. well. Everybody have a great summer. Take care, Glenn. You too, you man. Too. Thank right. you. Always, always fun chatting with Glenn. Got to hang out uh, yesterday, in fact. We did we did the show at WIP as well, leading it into the Phillies. All right. We come back, guys. We're going to hit a bunch of different things. We'll talk about the MLB draft. We'll talk about uh, the guy that the Phillies drafted in the MLB draft home run derby tonight. We got some quality birthdays. Gunner was on fire uh, That's researching. Right. That's right. Uh, Rob Ellis weekend. called me out, said I'm not <laughs> holding up my end of the deal. Not coming up with enough stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know what? You only have yeah. to tell me once. You only have to tell me okay. one time. He's like Michael Jordan, man. You you That's give right. him the, the biggest, any kind of slight, he just crushes. Uh, you, can't, some, you can't offend me, but you can get right. my attention. That's right. Um, yeah. and, and, and quality movies that were released on this date as well, like we always like to throw your way. So don't go anywhere. We'll come back. We will roll into the final segment of the program. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. 
Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Action News, we cherish every moment. And it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Back in, everybody. Final segment of the show. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, D-Gun, B. Brooks, Rob Ellis. So uh, according to Andrew, Andrew DeCecco, who is a staff reporter for Inside the Birds, uh, he says that the Eagles have released, uh, and this is not really a shock, I guess, it maybe a numbers crunch. Right. Craig James uh, has been released. Make of that what you will. Uh, maybe he returns in some capacity, but right now uh, he, he fell prey to the amount of uh, defensive backs that they have on the roster. And um, we'll see if there's any more of those kind of moves as we get closer here to uh, camp, which is uh, now eight days away. Right. Um, so little news there for you. Uh, I mentioned earlier, so the, the Phillies take Justin Crawford, who's a center fielder who can really run 17th overall. He's the son of Carl who Carl played, forever in the big leagues i think he played 17 years yeah uh, Carl something, something crazy like that yeah yeah um 
if you want to feel really old, by the way, so the Phillies played the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series in 2008, right? When the Phillies beat them in, in six games. So yesterday, naturally, uh, Justin Crawford is, was asked, hey, what are your memories of your dad playing against the Phillies? He said, I was four, man. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, sorry to do that to everybody, including myself. But anyway, um, uh, speedy, athletic, good defender. Uh, I saw I read one scouting report that said he's a he's a major league defender right now. Okay, how soon can we get him here? Yeah, really. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a big kid. He's six three, one seventy five, and they, they think the power is going to come because he's he's still growing. I mean, he's, he's a, he's a kid, you know, he's yeah, 18 years yeah. old. He really has he, hair on his chest. Yeah. He played at Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas. Um, so, you know, and obviously has the genes from his father. Um, but yeah, four first, four former major league players, kids went in the first round yesterday. Um, That's phenomenal. Amazing. You know, really amazing stuff there. That's just so, genetics, man. Genetics take over sometime. Me. Um, it, it, it's tough, man. As, as, as being a, you know, being a former athlete and having your kids, uh, my kids like never wanted to be really football players. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't want the pressure of being a football player. Like my oldest son, he's into music. He's a sound engineer. You know, he does he does um, the the sound systems for like he he helped do the sound system for the for the um, the, the Mercedes Dome down in Atlanta. You know, that's mm. that's what he does. He oh, does no that. kidding. Yeah, wow. he does. He 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 goes to schools and puts them in schools and stuff. And then my middle son, he's 25. He was a wrestler. He loved mm-hmm. wrestling, man. So, you know, he played football because his friends played. Mm-hmm. And it was only, you know what I'm saying, fellowship time with him. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. didn't really want to play football. He just played his friends played. Mm-hmm. But he was a wrestler, man. So, I mean, it, to to have your kids go through, that, be it almost like lineage, you know, that's, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I guess it works two ways. Uh, you know, I, I get where you're coming from, Barrett. There is a little bit of a pressure, uh, yeah. you know, when, yeah. when you're the son of an athlete, you know, like that. But there is a, a real advantage, not only genetically, but just being around it that, that you have. I mean, uh, the, the kid, the, the holiday kid who was taken first overall, his dad played. And they said from the time he was three years old, he was in the clubhouse every day, you know, swinging right. a bat. And, you know, you just learn what it's like to be a major leaguer and, and you understand that lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's that, you know, component of this thing. But the, the other big story in baseball and he'll be in the home run hitting contest, the home run derby tonight. This Justin Soto or the uh, Juan Soto thing, man. Fifteen years, four hundred and forty million. His his agent is Scott Boris, but we know is the ultimate hardball guy. Uh, you know when it comes to this stuff, he's he's Harper's agent as well. Um, I just and I know it's almost like funny money, and you can't get caught up in this. But when you turn down almost a half a billion dollars, that's a holy god, man. <laughs> When, when, fifteen when, years though, man. That's... Yeah, I know. When you but when you when you talk about a kid who's twenty three won't be twenty four until October. He already has one hundred and seventeen home runs in less than five full seasons in the major. And think about that for a moment. Twenty three, and he's at four plus seasons already in the majors. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, he has a lot of baseball ahead of him. Now, he openly admitted to ESPN earlier in the year that he turned down a $350 million contract, 13-year, $350 million contract. So then Washington comes back with a 15-year and gives him another $100 million to add on top of that. 
and it's still not enough. So obviously him and his agent are banking on his future that they are going to break the bank and then some. Uh, but the thing is, I want to see what Washington does because they were adamant. They were not going to try to move him. Now they're listening to all offers for him. Now, if they decide to trade him, this would be a lightning rod effect in terms of Washington rebuilding its team a lot sooner rather than later mm-hmm. instead of trying to slowly do it. I mean, they can get a major haul for this kid because oh, yeah. you know, it's not like he's 33, 34 years old. This kid's 23. So anybody who's going to play ball and make a deal with them, you're going to have to give them some already proven major leaguers and some serious minor league talent who's on the cusp of making a transition from high minor league baseball to the majors. Well, the, the, here's the issue, though, Derek. It's a very limited pool, right? So the teams that can play and be in play for him. So it's the Yankees. It's the Mets. It's the Dodgers, probably. I'm not really sure there's anybody else. Maybe you, the you, Angels. You only need one part. You only need one. No. You know, no, I hear you. you know what I, mean? I hear you. Yeah. Now, I don't know if we'll ever see it to the magnitude of that stupid deal between Minnesota and Dallas for Herschel Walker, but it's going to be a significant deal to the point where Washington will be a much, what are they, 30? They got 31 wins at the All Star break. They're terrible. So they're going to be a much better team a lot sooner rather than later. That's true. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, that we've seen teams do it before and really kickstart you know, themselves in the right direction. You know, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's, it's tough because he's just such a young talent, man. He's, he's yeah. not even 24 years it old. Kills you no, to have to no. move a guy like yeah. that, that quick. No, you know, and, and, and you, you talk about that money, man, that's, that's really nothing. I mean, Harper's deal from what, four years ago, three years ago, it was, what, it was 13, 13, 330. 330. Yeah. yeah. So I can see why I said, we're talking about three years removed from that. Yeah. That just doesn't sound like a lot of money from what you know guys are getting paid now. Yeah. But he said now, he's tired of he says he's tired of losing. Well, that's the big thing, yeah. right? That that, yeah. that that culture. And he sees he, Harper leave and go get yeah. what he got too. You know, well, come yeah, back. Yeah. Well, look what's going down with the um with the Angels. Yeah. They have done diddly squat, and they got they had two of the best players. They have three of the best players uh, in the league. Yeah. I mean, you have they Trout, have. Notani, and and you have nothing to show for it. No. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, it, it is crazy. It is so. That's interesting. Uh, we mentioned the home run derby. I'll, I'll run through the participants again. You guys tell me who you think wins, okay? So we know that you know the sentimental favorite here is is Schwarber, right? So Schwarber will be competing. Is, in it. is he? I would say the sentimental favorite would be Pujols. Oh, I know. I'm saying in Philadelphia. Yeah, oh, well, I, Philadelphia. I agree. Okay, that's nationally, saying, okay. it's Pujols. No, yeah, no, no doubt. 100 percent agree with you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Pujols is kind of the honorary. He's in it. I mean, it counts the same. Yeah. But it, yeah. So it's Schwarber. Pujols, uh, Pete Alonzo, who I think is really dangerous in this. He he might be he might be my guy. Or Juan Soto says I'm going to put a show on. You know, sit back and get, get ready, which is very possible. Um, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., Seager from the Rangers, formerly of the Dodgers, uh, Corey Seager, Julio Rodriguez, the rookie, the 21 year old. That's going to be really interesting. Again, watch him, guys. He's a the ball just flies off of his bat. Jose Ramirez from the Guardians, kind of under the radar a little bit. Good player, but that's your list. So who are we who are we taking here? I'm taking Schwarber. I mean, he's been okay. hitting moon. He's been hitting moonshots. He doesn't just hit home runs. He's hitting moonshots. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Old Man Pujols just just wilds everybody. That'd I mean, be this cool. Is if his he swan was song. In it. Yeah, this yeah. is his swan song. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. His last go around, his last hurrah. Uh, you know, for him to go out in the blaze of glory like that would be a great story for baseball. You know, I want to see him do well, but I just think 
the power that Schwarber has exhibited this season, and especially once the weather heated up, oh. is second to none. Yeah. I was hoping an Aaron Judge would be involved because that would really increase be cool. the yeah. interest. I would sit down and watch it from start to finish. Uh, but I, I'm going to lean towards Schwarber in this case. How about you, I, you know, I got my, I got my, my, you know, my hometown favorite. You know what I'm saying? So I got to go with, you know, you, got Albert, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got to go with Albert. You know, St. Louis guy. Fair enough. You know, so, I mean, I'm going to go with that. But, I mean, Schwarber's has to be my guy, though. Yeah. No, I got it. Uh, Kershaw is going to get the start. Kershaw, of course, uh, the game's in L.A. at Dodger Stadium. Kershaw at Dodger. So, it's uh, pretty cool that he gets to start what, what, there. What are the local media, what do they call um, – Schwarber, what do they call them? Uh, Schwarbombs. Uh, oh, the, the Schwarbarian. <laughs> Everybody, there's always a nickname. Can we, we, you can't escape without a nickname anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, but no, I mean, so we're talking about all the, the contracts. You talk about a great signing. How about, how about Schwarber, man? <gasps> you know, less than 20 a year for four years. Uh, incredible. The, the, they, the they robbed him. Yeah. Yeah. He got no. robbed. Amazing. All right. So he's thinking I should be he's probably thinking I should be making some of that soto money. Woo! Uh-huh. Give me a little bit. Just throw me a Man. little my way. All right. So some great birthdays today. Uh Gunner, you wanna you wanna reveal or you want me to uh to run them down? Um you do such a fabulous job of it. I will I will allow you, but I would save I would save my top one for last. I would go the other direction first. You know who the first one I mentioned was. So I would save him for last. Save that. Okay. Well, all right. Let's start with a, a guy who's a you know a hero on a lot of levels, Nelson Mandela. Uh, no what, question. I mean that's that's one that just first and foremost uh, should be mentioned on any any list. What he was able to do and what he, what mm. what he stood for and what a life that he lived. Um, so after what twenty seven years in prison, and, yeah, jeez, uh, astonishing. And 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 to come out not bitter, but wanting to help people yes. uh, avoid the same thing that he went through. Yes. Uh, amazing. Just amazing. Um, John Glenn, another guy who's, you know, a pioneer, uh, just an amazing life, uh, you know, an, an accomplished human being on a lot of levels. That's a strong one, too, man. Yeah, Nelson yeah. Mandela and John yeah. Glenn. When, when it comes to John Glenn, you know, a lot of people, if we've long time doubted that he actually walked, you know, walked, you know, it's so amazing. People say that's impossible. It's impossible. Right. Nobody wanted to believe it. Right. You know, and I, and I can remember back then because I was old enough to remember that. And, and it was amazing that there was a, a certain amount of people that were wowed by, we actually were able to put a man in space on the moon and other people like, this is fiction. There's no way this could possibly happen. This yeah. is dark. And this is when TV was still primitive, uh-huh. you know, in this time. So, you know, that it, it always comes back to mind how that was perceived back then. Well, where he also doesn't get the love, this guy was a distinguished fire fighter pilot in World yes. War II. Yes. You, you know, Korea. You know, he got he got six distinguished flying crosses and eighteen air medals. Wow. This yes. this dude was a straight up hero, man. No question. So, yeah, John Glenn deserves a lot of love. That's for sure. Uh, all right. So, but the 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 biggie, the biggie of the of the three here, not the biggie in terms of you know like accomplishment, but from our perspective, from a pop culture perspective, yeah. and surprising. Vin Diesel, Derek. How old is Vin Diesel? I'm shocked that he's 54 years old. I I'm said, shocked. I would have said 44. I was, I, you look yeah. at how young he looks. Yeah, and he's well, still you, doing these action that, movies. You, you can buy that, bro. Well, you yeah, you can uh, buy yeah. all that, man. Right. Like, right. Barrett Hayton. 
I, yeah, I am. Look, I am. You, ain't, you ain't biting all that chiselness of you know that you see on him either. Now. Well, Come man, on, when now. you get paid twenty million dollars a movie, you could go work out instead of That's being true. on, on yeah, sports can. take for three hours. <laughs> you can and then go on to NBC for three hours. You you could just work out and and do that. You know, not that you, you're like, bitter. Not that you're yeah. Bitter. You can have a chef come cook for you. You ain't got to worry about going fishing and catching fish to get some extra money. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you, it's, it's a different amount of money we're talking about here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's the question. I don't even know. You guys could probably know better than I do. Does he do anything now besides the Fast and Furious stuff? Or did he just stop making other movies? Why would he? Dude, the, I know him the, money not, the money they're getting paid for those movies? Are you kidding I, me? I don't, I don't fault him. I'm not... It's not a knock. I'm just exactly. I, I didn't know if he just has this philosophy. Like, dude, I'll do one of those every couple of years, and I'm chilling, man. And I'm like, done. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you need? Hold My on, goodness. hold on. John Dickinson said you remember when the world was flat, D. Yeah, I saw, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I saw, thanks, John. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, it. but real talk, him and uh, him and the Rock can't can't be in the same place. Say that's why I haven't seen the movies together anymore. Yeah, I didn't They're, know that. You you mentioned that yeah. one time when he came up on the show, and and I didn't know that those two had a beef. Yeah, they got a serious beat. They can't work together. What and one of those Fast and Furious movies, uh, they almost came to blows. Actually, Derek, he's fifty-five, not fifty-four. He's fifty-five. Yeah, sixty-seven. He was born in. He's fifty-five. Yeah, man. How old is The Rock? I'm gonna say The Rock is like fifty. I'm gonna look it up now. John Dickerson, unknown ethnicity, don't crack. I'm not, I'm not touching that. Hey, uh, moving, move, hey, you know how the saying goes: moving, moving on. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, the Rock is, is fifty. Fire today. The, the Rock's fifty. By the way, now Mr. Taz trying to be funny. D Gun old oh, enough yeah, to remember Black and White Wizard of Oz. Yes, Mr. Taz, I'm old enough to remember Black and White Wizard of Oz. Yes, I am. Yes, I do remember Black and White Wizard hey, of Oz. How about the Rock? Is, 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 is his birthday is three days before my birthday? Thank you. How old is the Rock? How old is the Rock? Fifty. Same age as I am. That's uh, awesome. He may he, he's three days older than I am. He is. Yeah, he looks like he's about a hundred years. Did you, you guys? You never played Miami in, in college, I'm assuming, no, right? No, okay, no, you guys no. would have faced each other at least because he, he played for the Hurricanes. I'd have broke his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have broke his neck. All that, all that. You know, he acting. It's yeah. different when you're on that field. Ain't none of that acting going on. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, man. What he's done, though, like, he's a mogul. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Everything he touches turns to gold. You know, he was a pretty good football player in college before he tore up his knee. Yeah, yeah, him and, yeah. Him and um, him and Sap played next to each other. Yeah, yeah they were on yeah. the same defensive line. And yeah. and, Dan, and Dan Silly was is friends with him. Yeah, Silly was a couple years older than those guys, but they all all the so Miami guys are, are tight. All those guys stay yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight. And his dad. I mean, they've been taking money from people for years. <laughs> yeah, I said it, Dan. He took a the dad took a pay cut when he got. Oh, what's, what's, his, what's his attack? D Gun Day. D Gun took a date to see Swiss Family Robinson in high school. Really? <laughs> really? Is that what we're doing today? Shots. Oh, man, today. Bring it. Bring it. Shots. Shots being fired, man. Uh, but good. Yeah, good birthday list. All right, let, let's throw the movies out there because some quality movies as well. Oh, who did I miss? James Brolin. James yeah, Brolin's James Brolin. eighty-two. James 82 Brolin is, and his son is Josh is a really good actor. Yeah, Josh he is. Brolin. He's in yes, a lot of stuff. Um, all right, movies. So Justice League in seventeen quality, uh, uh, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, and, you know when you were talking about X Men and the Avengers and all that stuff, Justice League compared to those were like, yeah, it was okay. I, I didn't hate it, but it's not like I walked out of the theaters going, wow, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was okay. I, it's same. just something. It's just something that just 
about Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and you know, and it, it just doesn't add up to like Wolverine and you know, you know the expectations, you know. Right. No, it's fair. That's fair. Uh Jurassic World. Which which one was that? Three in the in the I series? Think so. It yeah, came out, yeah. I it came so. out in eighteen. That came out uh four years ago. Loved it. I don't think I think I've seen one and two. I don't think I've seen three. <clears throat> all of them. And then and the last one you said was really good, right, Barrett? The one that's out now? Yeah, they're all yeah. good, man. Dinosaurs always find a way to get out. That's right. They will always <laughs> right. be able to get that's out. That's right. Bro. Right. And reproduce. Yes. 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 Even though they were all girls, they still reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple great ones now. Unbreakable in 2000. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. uh, phenomenal. Dude, when, 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 when Unbreakable came out, I had no idea. It wasn't until Glass came out. You know what? And I'm like, what is this? And my kids were like, Dad, well, you got to start with Unbreakable. I said, Unbreak what? You know, <laughs> Dad, you watch all these movies and you don't know what Unbreakable is? My kids were all over me. I'm like, no. Big time. So I had to go back and watch Unbreakable to understand if the movie's moving forward. I never yeah. heard of Unbreakable. No, it's a, it's a, it was, oh man, I, I, I can't get enough of, or especially the early M. Night uh, stuff is just off the charts. All right, last oh one Bra- Braveheart in 95, which is again one of the old love movies. Ever. Yes. Braveheart with Mel. Uh, Mel Gibson. Correct. Yeah, correct. That one. I mean, you, that's one. That's just that's a click and stick, man. If you're flipping around, you, you yeah, got it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What oh the my scene goodness, is. yes. You're in. Yeah. It. Don't, like don't, that was like Shawshank was on this weekend. Same thing. Oh, uh, hey, don't yeah. be about the biggie today. Die Hard one right. and two. Die Hard Both one came and out two. On the same day. How about uh, that? I wonder if they scheduled it that way. I don't know. Two years apart, it comes out on the same day. Eighty-eight and ninety. Yeah, eighty-eight yeah. and ninety. Yeah. <laughs> Unbreakable. Not. Not breaking two. Like, yeah, not, not, not boogling. You know, you know breaking two was better than breaking one. It yeah, was well, way better than breaking one. Yeah. The, the electric boogaloo movie. I watched all those movies. I was like, yeah. and I see them on today. I'm like, I can't believe I, I sat still long enough to watch them. My yeah, buddy, my, my buddy, uh, tore uh, tore up the uh, rug in his room and had uh, tried to do just like do the uh, all the break dancing moves on the floor. <laughs> that was his. His parents went nuts. They're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Oh my yeah, we, goodness! Yep, yeah, absolutely, it happened. It happened. Um, all right, we got to get out of here a little bit earlier than usual. So, thanks to everybody in the chat section, everybody streaming, Xander, everybody kicking listening. Us out again. Xander, great job producing the program as always. Uh, back at it tomorrow, guys. Good job, Derek and Barrett. It was a lot of Likewise. fun. We're looking forward to tomorrow. Big announcement tomorrow during the show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, don't move. Dan Cilio's got you for the next three with the National Football Show. Everybody have a great, great rest of your day. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze. And the Oz. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Action News, we cherish every moment. And it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.